episode 389 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you, as always, Josh Langford. Hello. Hi, everybody. And me, I'm Glenn, and my voice is... It actually had not worked up until about two hours ago. Um, I was doing a lot of yelling at the Packer game yesterday, so kind of blew it out. So if you hear any clacking of uh, lozenges on my teeth, I apologize ahead of time. It could happen. And hopefully it holds up. Mm. We're also going to get a whole lot of Josh. No, I'll just be yelling at the Eagles game tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Not while we're recording. That might confuse people. Uh, Might confuse some people. It'll be like... It'll be a whole time travel thing for them. <laughs> but, they, but they'll sit there and say, why would somebody be yelling for the Eagles? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Okay. How'd those Packers do? Uh, they won. Okay. Yeah. And a crazy one by the Bears. Holy crap. <laughs> that was a, we were at halftime at the restaurant. We leave the, re- or we leave the bar to f- finally go home. And we get back and all of a sudden the Bears won. We're like, what the? That was, that was nuts. So... This week, a ton of new releases, even two games for the Vita. The Vita! Mm. Uh, some news items, what we're playing and watching, Extra Life update, my review of Destiny on the PS4, uh, some PayPal's, emails, maybe, maybe, and uh, we'll get the hell out of here. So, obviously nothing. It'll be like 45 minutes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking Sorry, about my Destiny I'm... review. It'll be for <clears throat> It ain't going to be that long. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So hit these new releases. This is going to be half an hour on its own. Yeah. Uh, okay. So PS4 yeah. has Disney Infinity 2.0. Uh, wow. That's the low end price. That's Oof. the low end price. Yikes. Okay. So <laughs> as far as I can see, Marvel- I mean, I mean <clears throat> see now I did the new releases tonight and they might be screwed up. All right, wait. But I didn't well, see anything else on Amazon, and I looked all over the place. Whoops. I hit the wrong button here. Hang on a second. Uh, well, okay. So, according to Glenn... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> according to Amazon. And Amazon. According but, to what he But if I screwed this Amazon. up, it's your fault, <clears throat> because you didn't do this. I, I sat down to do it and saw uh-huh. that it was already done. Well, but you could have proofread it. Oh, why would I bother? Well, you're you're so trustworthy. Yeah. You're so. <laughs> this is the stuff yeah. I always screw up. You're so on top of things. I try to be. Uh, hang on a second. What is next week? What is today? The fifteenth. Where am I? Who's got my pants? What is this? <laughs> Where are my right. pants? <laughs> you don't scare me. That could be anybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> next Tuesday is the twenty third. Okay. Um, yeah. How about that? How about that? No. There is a starter pack. Is there? Okay. I didn't. It wasn't yeah, listed I, in the. Yeah. But remember, see, like you you talked about last week, how Amazon went back to showing week by week, and I didn't know about how to get to the week by week thing. So I went to new releases or coming soon per platform, and I went and I sorted by release date. And this is the stuff that showed me, that I was shown for release yeah. date. Well, that's yeah. There's there's a simple button to do it, but I'll I'll take care. Of I it. didn't know about the uh, uh, the simple I know, button. I know, I know. So all right, so here's the deal. All right, so you have three flavors basically mm-hmm. uh, for Disney Infinity, and man, they're character figure sets. 
holy smokes, because I went into Toys R Us the other day. Uh-huh. Um, because on Saturday only, if you buy any single figure for Skylanders, you get another one for 70% off. Wow. So I was like, all right, well, I'll do that. So I went in and I'm looking at them, but like the, say, like, I don't remember the prices, but say it's roughly 10 bucks okay. for a figure, uh, for Skylanders. It's like 15 to 18 for one figure wow. for Disney infinity. It's insane. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are complaining about when they, <clears throat> remember when they first announced it, a lot of people were flipping out like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Disney Skylanders basically. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then. When the prices were finally revealed, I saw a lot of people like, whoa, this is yeah. a little bit more than Skylanders. Well, I'm seeing, because I just clicked on Groot. Groot is 14 bucks. I think oh, they're Groot. they're going 14 bucks. Okay. Um, is what it looks like. So, so now we should find out how much Skylanders actually are. But like two packs and three packs. Uh, here's like a three pack or a two pack, actually. What is that? What about Biggie? Is Biggie in there? Uh, this thing is like a two pack. It's a play set. Uh, yeah. It's a two pack with a, a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, the it, thing's seriously. in it? What? Fantastic Four? No. Isn't that Marvel? It's uh, Spider-Man. And who is with him? I can't even tell who that is. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So it's Spider-Man and somebody else and some weird little silver thing between them. Uh-huh. Uh, that's 35 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Okay. So, yeah. So that's, yeah, their prices are high. But uh, for the new game 2.0 that's coming out, mm-hmm. you can get the standard edition. Uh, for the, well, this is PS, well, let me click on PS4, just double check, same price. Well, these, the the other ones I listed were the same price on both platforms. Yeah. Okay. So PS4, it's a $74.99 for the starter pack. What does that get you? Now that gets you the game that gets you Iron Man Mm -hmm. and Thor. Mm -hmm. Male Thor or female Thor? Uh, male Thor. Okay. Although I can't tell, he's got long, flowing golden locks. Could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess that that's Black Widow. I can't quite tell. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, doesn't really say. Mm. And then it comes with one of those weird little silver things that has an Avengers logo on it, and. Uh, two little pogs, basically. Pogs? Yes. Any elf pogs? I hope so. I heard they're making a comeback. Maybe that's in the next wave uh, in 3.0. Uh, yeah, apparently these pogs are a big part of this uh, uh, Disney Infinity. Hmm. Because they actually sell carrying cases, which are basically tubes, plastic clear tubes, <laughs> for the pogs themselves. Huh. So they're important. I get my uh, guess. In some way, yeah. shape, or form. Uh, so that's the standard edition. Okay. Uh, for the collector's edition, whew, 
All right, wait. So I didn't even find uh, the one you had, which was the not the collector's edition, the value pack. Yeah, which is ninety nine ninety nine. That's for Marvel. Yeah, these all are. Oh, okay. Um, the Disney Infinity Marvel value pack. I don't see that here. That's weird. <laughs> so it sounds okay. like Amazon hasn't really gotten this all correct yet. Yeah. So, okay, what the uh, collector's edition comes with. Okay. Um, two pogs, uh, a little pog stand. A pog stand? <laughs> oh, boy. It kind of looks like that. I'm not sure. See, that's the weird like thing. Because Disney is just totally screwing with us now. We're going to bring back pogs. <laughs> Well, the weird thing is you usually scroll down and they have a description of, hey, here's everything that's in this package and here's all the different packages you can get and everything that's in all of it. It doesn't – it's not on this for some reason. Weird. Which is weird. Um, so. Uh, whoa. Okay. Um, you're getting uh, Iron Man, Thor, and again, I'm assuming Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you're getting the Hulk. So it sounds like you're and, getting the Avengers. Yeah. And, uh, what's his face? Uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. My brain. <laughs> and a frost giant, like a giant, like that big monster thing that Thor fought in the first movie. Oh, the big robot thing with the, that. Sh- no, no, oh. no, 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 no. The frost giant. Oh, the frost giant. Like the monster, okay. the monster that was with the frost giants. Yeah, yeah. Like early on in the movie. That's cool. Uh, and they all come on some big giant base that you can stand them. Ooh. Um, and it looks like that's it that comes with that. But, Oh, it's an early release of Hulk figure. Mm-hmm. Uh. So that's the only way you can get Hulk, maybe? So here's... A, <laughs> okay, here's a picture of what you get in it that it's that has all the, the description here. Uh, ooh, PlayStation exclusive. Ooh. What's PlayStation exclusive? <laughs> of course, it doesn't tell me. Um, it's probably... Uh... Uh, I don't even know at this point. Like maybe it's Pepper Potts, but it's but it's the, uh, the movie version of Pepper Potts, and everybody hates Gwyneth Paltrow. So <laughs> thanks a lot. No, it's uh, it's everything I said basically. It's uh, the Disney Infinity base, the game, uh, the Avengers playset, three figures, Thor, Iron Man, Black Widow. All right, is there like a shawarma set? Uh, oh, if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two toy box game discs. That's what they're calling their pogs. Oh, gosh. Uh, a poster and a web code card to unlock online and mobile content. Online pogs? And the key features are Marvel's Avengers collectible stand with light-up base. Hmm. Uh, includes early release of Disney Infinity Hulk figure. Also includes Captain America and Hawkeye. Whoa, where's Captain America? Oh, look, Captain America. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. Huh. Of course, that's one seventy nine ninety nine. It's, it's it's always fun when we can learn together. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it? So, so, oh my gosh, this can't be right. Oh, that's standard. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Xbox One and I hit Collector's Edition and oh, oh 
Mm. That whole thing is exclusive to the PlayStation. The the collector's edition is not available on the Xbox platforms at all. Yeah. That's kind of funny because when you think about it, the hardware itself, it doesn't matter or it shouldn't matter. Or the Wii U. Yeah. But it should, you. No. Hmm. Hmm. No, it's not. It, it, yeah, it's got nothing to do with the hardware, Sony or no. But what I'm I saying is, so- somebody must have paid for that. I would assume. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is Sony probably paid something to get exclusives? But they say they don't pay for exclusives. Well, they probably did something well, like helped out with advertising or so. Although well, maybe. I haven't seen this advertised. <clears throat> but, you know, or maybe, the, and, and this isn't a fanboy thing. But maybe it's the fact that there's so many more PlayStations out there than Xbox Ones and Wii U's combined that they just said it's, it's not worth packaging no, it. I don't it's know. PlayStation Three and Four. That's what I mean. PlayStations. Yeah. Maybe they just because Microsoft yeah. again has kind of dumped the 360. Not as much as they did the, the original Xbox. You know, the other Xbox One. Because um, like Forza Horizon Two is still coming out for 360, but. Yeah, hmm. interesting. That's weird. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Now I need to find. Hang on. Yeah, this is going to take forever because we still haven't gotten off the first new release. <laughs> and, and, and you're even um, off script at this point. You're not even on the stuff I put down. Yeah, hang on. Well, that's the thing. I want to find that uh, Marvel <laughs> Premium. What was it called? Premium Value Pack. Premium hey, Value Pack. Yeah. Okay, the premium value pack. Look at that, one nineteen, and it's only. Huh? Uh-huh. Maybe it's the same exact. Oh thing. no, it's for everything. Okay. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! It sounds like they're they've got way too many levels of uh, packs here. If yeah. we're getting confused and you're looking right at it. Yeah. All right, I am confused. I'm looking right at it. So it looks like the value pack <laughs> comes with. Uh, the, the basic edition, the, the Marvel value, value pack, not the premium yeah. value pack, the value pack. Yes. Okay. The, the one for Marvel bucks. value pack. Yeah. The one, whatever, cause it's not available uh-huh. because this is a much better value than the $75. Okay. One. Um, okay. So this one, let me just make sure it's the same stuff on all the platform. This is the same on every platform, no matter what. Okay. Okay, you get the the basic edition, which is, you know, the game, the three, uh, Iron Man, Thor, and Black Widow. Okay. uh, Two Pogs and that weird base thing. Um, You also get a power disc pack, which includes two power discs. That's the other thing. Those Pogs, they sell them separately in packages. Oh, my God. And they're probably just modifiers or something. I guess. I don't know what they are. Um, but along with that, you also get Captain America and you get that crazy Spider-Man collector set that I can't figure out. Okay. Um, Spider-Man and Nova. Nova. Yeah. You mean the 1970s car from Chevrolet? Yes. No, Nova. And yeah, that's it. So that's what you get. You get three additional characters, basically. Hmm. Okay. So... I, I think that's more more worthwhile if you're getting it. It's more worthwhile to do the. It is available for the PlayStation Four. It's a hundred bucks. But okay, um, but then what about the premium value pack? Like the premium value pack at one nineteen. 
Uh, wow, they do. They have four SKUs for this. This is ridiculous, this. man. This is fucking crazy. Um, so for the premium value pack at 119 you get uh, everything I mentioned before, uh, and you also get Venom uh-huh. and Rocket Raccoon. Oh. So you're getting two more characters for 20 bucks, 10 bucks each. So you're getting mm. a discount on them. Oh, my God. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it becomes worth it, basically. If you're into that and that's what you're, you know, you're planning on getting these, it becomes worth it to, to go for, like, the premium value pack or the super crazy Mondo $180 pack. There's a $180 one? That's the, that was the other oh. one. Oh, Oh that I was telling you about the collector's edition. It's one seventy nine. That's almost half of what the console costs. Yep. If you get it for PS3, that is what the console costs almost. Wow. <laughs> I, you, yeah. That's a whole lot of stuff that you should love from Disney, I guess. Yeah. Oof. And I'm not gonna lie, I would love to play with this stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not buying this. I can't. This, this is this. the equivalent. Like, if you did this for extra life, this would be the equivalent of you sitting in front of the camera playing with army men for two hours. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll pull out the Skylanders and pew, play pew, with them for pew, hours. Pew, pew. But you know what? Just wait till they come next year with. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 Star Wars. Yeah. You know they're gonna. Oh, they are. They absolutely are. It's Disney. Well, not just that, but the and new next movie's year, next year. Or yeah. at the end of, well, that's the whole yeah. thing. The new movie's coming out. You it's like, better believe there's going to be a Disney Star Wars I think it's 460 coming. days or something from now. Somebody's got a countdown running. Oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome, I hope. So, all right. So, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> wow. All right, and in less insane uh, packaging here, <laughs> well, we have, well, it's two of them. Uh, instead of eight, uh, we have FIFA 15 for the PS4. It's fifty nine ninety nine, and the Ultimate Team Edition, which we've already stated is actually worth it if you do the ultimate team stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh the ultimate team edition is 69.99. Okay. So, uh 10 bucks more and you get like tons and tons of the ultimate team card packs, mm. which makes it worth it if that's your game. So Right. And now, finally, on to the PS3. <laughs> Arcana, all these Arcana Heart all this, this 3. All stuff from PS3 this week. Wow. Love Max. Love Max. That's $39.99. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, then we have this Disney Infinity 2.0 Marvel Value Pack. Looks like there's it's a couple of those. So maybe you should go into detail on those. Yeah. $99.99. Let me see what that one has in it. <laughs> Look it up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> It's all the same shit. It's everything I said. Yeah. Uh, so PS3 has all the same packs that PS4 yeah. did, obviously. Then there's... <laughs> God. Really? R No Thurge. Yeah. No Thurge. R No Thurge. Uh, no Thurge. Uh, Ode to an Unborn Star. It's from our friends at Namco Bandai, I believe, or... Tecmo Co. We it's not from our friends at Perfect Strangers? No. <laughs> <laughs> My no name is Sarge. 
How can I help you today? <laughs> Uh, Arno Surge, uh, Ode to an Unborn Star, it's forty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then PS three is also getting FIFA fifteen and the Ultimate Team Edition, right? Fifty nine ninety nine, sixty nine ninety nine. Then the Vita. Hey, look at that! Vita is also getting Arcana Heart Ooh. Love Max, thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but no word if like there's cross save. I mean, obviously you're yeah. buying the game separately for both platforms. So you're gonna have to choose one probably. I doubt if it has cross save. Well, or no wait, who's coming out? Whose game is that? I don't know. Because somebody else had recently a couple months ago they had a pair of games that were full price and they both they had cross save, hmm. uh, but they were both full price. Let's see here. Axis. Hmm. I'm surprised we haven't heard about this yet. Axis usually gets right on that with us. Uh, it's actually an uh, arcade fighting game developed by Examu, uh, formerly Yuki Enterprise, published by Arc System Works. Uh, yeah, I remember these games. Interesting. Hmm. So it might have some kind of a cross save because... Hmm. Let's see. Um, console port of Arcana Heart 3 Love Max was released on PlayStation 3. What? says it was released on PlayStation 3. Oh, this is in Japan on May 29th, 2014. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And this next one just terrifies me because I'm sure it's just another roster update. <laughs> Uh, FIFA 15 for the Vita for thirty nine ninety nine. It'll be the. I mean, I think it'll probably be the same as the PS3 version, basically. And both of them are gonna have the same graphics, everything else, and just maybe expand the modes out a little bit and roster updates. Well, but FIFA, they have not done anything over the past couple of years with it on right. the Vita, except change, you know, update the uniforms and update the rosters, and that's. It. Yeah, literally nothing else. Yeah, a little scary. You're paying full price, well, 40 bucks for a roster update, yeah. basically, which is absurd. We'll see if they even send and it to us for Vita. It's it's great if you're new coming into the Vita, like you just bought your Vita. You get FIFA 15, you get the most updated one. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, if you got it at launch, you've got the exact same game, basically, <laughs> with just older rosters. So... Not even basically. You do have the exact same game. Yeah. Uh, which I even have a copy of that. Rosters. <laughs> so, yeah. It's still in the shrink wrap, but I still have a copy of it. That's. I mean, I appreciate that they're at least bringing out another FIFA. Yeah. Um, you know, because that could help sway people who are, oh, I'm on the fence. Oh, FIFA 15. I'll buy it, you know? Um, but. <sighs> I mean, come on, EA. I want to see a new Madden. You did one. I want to see a new Madden. I want to see an NHL on there, for fuck's sake. <laughs> they did one NHL for the PSP. Yep. I remember that. Which was great, but the loading times were ass and made it almost unplayable. <sighs> well, made it pretty unplayable just because of the loading times. Yeah. Um, but when you finally got into the game, it played great. It really did. Fuck, I want that on the Vita so bad. Yeah, but you don't want them spending time on a Vita version if they can't even get all the features in the PS4 one. Well, yeah, that's true. (sighs) Just saying. Oh, EA, 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 what are you doing to me? They bring you up and then they tear you down. Mm. 
Yep. That's what happens. Just saying. All right, all right. Let's get to news. Let's get to news. So obviously the first one, uh, we don't have a story about it on the podcast or on the website or anything, but we have to bring it up. Uh, news came out today that uh, Minecraft maker Mojang has been officially purchased by Microsoft for $2.5 billion. And the founder of the company, Notch, he goes by, has left the company. Yeah. So, and the... Well, dude. Yeah. If if somebody buys my company for $2.5 billion, I'm out the door, too. And I'm just going to kick back for the rest of my life and enjoy well, it. Well, no, he's actually... He, he put a statement out today of why he's quitting. And it sounds... I mean, it's I, I get what he's doing. And I, and I get it uh, from a lot of different I levels. I read most of that, yeah. Well, he basically said that... He doesn't want to be like this symbol of the company, and he never thought Minecraft was going to blow up the way it did. And he actually stepped down from Minecraft development months ago. Yeah. Uh, and the guy that's doing it now is doing a great job. Um, but he wants to work on small projects and just kind of be experimental and everything else. And he doesn't want to be – he brought up Phil Fish a little bit, but I think the difference is Phil Fish says stuff to piss people off intentionally. And that's why Phil Fish gets so much shit on the internet. Notch doesn't really say stupid shit, but he'll like he'll say something small and it'll be taken out of out of proportion. Gasp on the internet, um, and he just doesn't want to be that person anymore. He wants to kind of go back and just be experimental and and mess around with things. So I see why he's doing it. I mean, it's it means a lot of money for you know the people that are at the company now. But the the most puzzling thing, I mean, this is as puzzling to me as Facebook buying Oculus. Because they've yeah. already said that they're going to keep supporting Minecraft for all platforms that it's on, including PlayStation. So I don't understand where Microsoft is getting any value except for the fact that, that, that now they have all of these people. Like it had over, I think they had like 100 million downloads of the game just on PC alone. Bring it over. So. Sorry. <laughs> well, now what I, they're going to. I have a co host coming. What'd you, what'd you say? I have a co-host. Ah, okay. Coming. I heard him yelling before. <clears throat> he probably wanted to come see Daddy. But I just I, I can't wrap my brain around the fact or the reason why they would want to make this purchase. It seems like another one of those situations where they want to buy a studio just to have that in their like in their resume, just like they bought Rare. And everyone oh, pretty much knows. They destroyed that, Rare. Yeah, they destroyed Rare. And and everybody knows that they just wanted to, they bought Rare to keep them away from Nintendo. So, but this one doesn't make as much sense because Rare was known for making a host of different games. Mojang just did yeah. one game, and, and and who knows if they even had really anything else in the works. You know what I mean? Except for maybe Minecraft well, too. But the whole thing about Minecraft is that it's all user generated content and. The developers themselves pretty much just keep improving things. Because you can set up your own Minecraft server. You can download the server f- software on PC and set up your own server. So it, it, I, I can't wrap my brain around this one. Except for the fact that they just want to have that in their resume, basically. Yeah, I I don't quite get it either. I don't see where that's a moneymaker for them. You know, obviously they're not making $2.5 billion back in the next year or two but even so i don't see where that gets them because this is a company that made one game yeah a, a wildly successful game yes yes but one game 
<laughs> so and honestly, every, everybody's response was, "Well, I guess Mojang's going to close up in a couple of years." And that's the, <laughs> but that's the truth. I mean, it, it's they might. You're, you're being internet sarcastic, but at the same time, you've got historical data to <laughs> to back you up on those statements. Yeah. I mean, you can name a bunch of studios that Microsoft bought and then you know shut down a couple of years later. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's a weird purchase but it is exactly like you said like facebook buying oculus rift it's just a bizarre thing and i'm still curious if if the oculus rift is ever going to come out for retail ever it will they've got their second they've got their second wave of of dev units out now and they still haven't even given a date on when that thing's going to come out for the, for the public if sony beats them them to the punch with Pro- project morpheus they're doing something wrong hmm and it's funny because it does really seem like Sony is pushing Morpheus to be something that they're going to bring out. They talk about Morpheus releases for games all the time. We get PR, you know, PR speak from different uh, emails that we get, and they're like, "We're working on Morpheus. We're working on Morpheus." So it sounds like it's going to become a reality, not project reality, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nintendo. All right. Yeah. You know what? Did you see there was a NeoGAF thread about that a while back? And I, I bookmarked it and I skimmed through it. I just didn't get to watch some of the videos or anything. For what? Project Reality. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, they made a big deal. Project Reality is coming and they showed these insane videos. Yeah. That were completely beyond total bullshit. Anything, yeah, just insane bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and then, hi, Nintendo sixty four. Wait, what? I, I actually <laughs> put one of those videos up. So at CES, I think it was back in ninety four. I want to say they've done this deal with Silicon Graphics, and Silicon Graphics was uh, going to supply the the chips and everything for the sixty four. At the same time, Nintendo. Uh, bought stock or bought a portion of this company called Rambus, and they make this really high-speed RAM. Well, that was all. Did you finish the book? Not yet. <clears throat> okay, because that they go into a lot of that. Well, there was a great they, article written by courtship. somebody. Yeah, there was a great article written by somebody a long time ago, or with uh, it was like kind of the the birth of the GameCube, and, and but they went into a lot of that stuff too. Um, but I was there for it, so. Uh, one of the videos on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, is actually one of the videos they were showing. So it was Howard Lincoln talking about how they were, you know, and the president of Silicon Graphics at the time, too, talking about what would they, they'd be able to do, like, high-level uh, mip mapping and anti-aliasing and uh, load management so that you wouldn't have any pop-in at all and you wouldn't have any aliasing. And they would show, a, a, like, a walk or a fly-through of a, of a scene with the the stuff turned on and then with with it turned off. And they showed like a space shell taking off and they showed um a shark swimming. And they showed this um this scene where you were kind of up on a hill and there was a fence in front of you and there was a town be- uh, below you. And they talked about all that stuff but the problem was <clears throat> what they originally had planned for the design couldn't be done uh efficiently and 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 effectively in terms of price. So they had to start taking shit out. And that's why the N64 has that memory pack upgrade. Because they couldn't put all the memory that they needed into the system. Hmm. So when the N64 came out, none of that crap that they wanted to do would actually happen. But that's why they kept it on cartridge. Not just for copy protection, but they kept it on cartridge 
because the data path from the cartridge to the system was way faster than CD-ROM at the time. And that was their ploy to try to make things run better. But obviously they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that stuff was insane. Yeah. I <clears throat> I remember um, that's the same CES that right behind all the N64 stuff or the Project Reality stuff. Because I don't think they uh, – I think they named it N64 at that show if I remember right. It was right on that time. But they were showing um, a bunch of games for Super Nintendo still, and one of them was Star Fox 2. Mm-hmm. And I went over and played st- the whole demo for Star Fox 2. It was like 45 minutes. And I went through the whole thing and beat it. And the, and the lady at the booth was just flabbergasted. She's like, uh, you shouldn't have been able to do that. I'm like, huh? And it was awesome. But the problem was Nintendo at that time said, no, we're going to take that game. Or we're going to make that Star Fox 64. So they ripped it away from the, from the Super Nintendo and put it on the N64 and put those stupid arenas in it. And that just ruined the game for me. But mm. that was the whole deal. And, and I mean, I, uh, Adam went to that CES with me. He, he saw the whole thing, too. But I have a bunch of that stuff on video. I've talked about it before. i got to find the tapes now. But one of our listeners down in Chicago actually offered to convert all those tapes because uh, I have uh, Video 8 tapes, uh, you know, little camcorder tapes. Um, I've got a bunch of them that I took at all these CESs, and he offered to convert them to digital for me. So I have to find them. That's one of my... Uh, one of my tasks when I go up to the house next time is to find those tapes because I, I kind of know where they are. But, yeah, no, uh, if you look on our YouTube channel from way back, uh, one of those videos is on there. I, I My camera did a great job capturing it, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was insane what you'd see because, you know, they were showing Killer Instinct because Killer Instinct Arcade was out at the time. And they would show that and Adam and I were like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Oh, but it's going to be so close to that on the N64. And then it came out and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Thunder! So, Project Reality, yeah. What a joke. Yeah. Project No Reality. All right. So, on to Dying Light. Indeed. Dying Light, which was set to come out February 2015, has a date change. Oh, no. Now it's January 27th. Say what? Yeah. So a little bit sooner. So Dying Light is the guys that did Dead Island, and it's basically Dead Island 3. Well, kind of. (laughs) Because... Essentially. Because that's the thing. Dead Island 2 is also coming. Yes. And it's it's like, I don't know if it's two teams or what the deal is. It's so weird. No. No. Dead Island 2... Dead Island. Because there was Dead Island, then Dead Island, what was it, Paradise or whatever? That one that you and I played? Yeah. And then the, and then, the true Dead Island 2 is the one coming. Well, yeah. The new Dead Island is uh, is uh, Jaeger. Oh, that's right. I forgot that that got moved over to those guys. Yeah. And um, and these guys, Techland, was it? Techland, yep. Yeah, Techland... Um, they were like, well, we're going to make our own game called Dying Light. And when I sat down to play it, I'm like, dude, this is this Dead Island. Well, it is. But the whole thing about this one is that it's, again, it's out in daylight it's and different. everything else. And Yeah. But they did that whole parkour system in this one now. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it's, it feels like what they would have done. And like they could have slapped a Dead Island name on this. And this could have been their extension, their upgrade, their, you know, sequel. Yeah. 
with all their cool little changes and, and upgrades and things like that, because it just, I mean, I'm assuming they're using the same or a similar engine because it felt so similar, like in, in terms of environments and, and the look of it and all. Well, see, that's the funny thing uh, too, is that dead Island is, is deep silver, but this is from Warner. Yeah. So that's even weirder. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I think they were just completely pulled off of, dead island entirely and they said well fuck that yeah we're gonna go make our own game you know their contract was up and they were done and they said all right we'll go make our own game yeah they probably wanted to make this and deep silver said no we want you to make the next dead island they said no it's <laughs> no. <laughs> just weird that's what i'm thinking happened but yeah it it's it's different enough i mean it's not technically dead island right. it, it does have a lot of differences to it and a lot of cool stuff to it um because uh, um, MJC and I got to see this, and we both got to play a little bit of it. And it's really cool. Like, some of the stuff they've added is is really, really cool. Yeah. And yeah. then when you're at night, ooh, it can be terrifying. <laughs> and because they have this night hunter, uh, which will just, it's super fast, and it's super scary, and it will just snatch you before you even get anywhere. So you have to be super careful when you're moving around at night. Oh, okay. Uh, and you can put out this, it's almost like, well, it's kind of like the, the bat hearing, you know, and the, oh, and the like hearing mode. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it kind of has, it's like an echo location type thing where you have like a rough idea of where the enemies are and where they're moving. So mm. you can then sneak out and try to get around and, yeah, it's pretty cool. Interesting. Um, it's one of those ones that I'm, I'm somewhat excited for, cautiously excited for. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been they've been selling this quite a bit. I mean, they were showing quite a lot of it on uh, a lot of videos and everything else, and then it got delayed pretty far. I mean, it was I think it got delayed like eight months or something. Um, and now they moved it up a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, it, it's it's this weird. It's just a weird thing, though, because you know Techland has done Deep Silver stuff for so long, and all of a sudden they go over and do this for Warner, and Jaeger takes over Dead, the Dead Island series, and it's just odd. Yeah. So, but I'm wondering. The thing that kind of comes to mind for me is: is there room for both of them? Uh, I'd say it depends on when they launch. Actually, yeah, I think there is. I think there definitely is because um. Uh, I played Dying Light. I got to see Dead Island, you know, behind closed doors mm-hmm. at the time. And um, Dead Island, really, the new one is, I mean, it's set in California. Right. Or it's a, set up and down the West Coast. So it's much more colorful. There's a lot of humor in it uh, that there wasn't in the original games. It's a lot lighter. You know, you still got like nasty zombies and you're still fighting these these horrible undead creatures you know the same way you were in the first couple of games but there's a lightness to it that there wasn't i mean the trailer remember the trailer Oh yeah that trailer was brilliant was yeah and compare that to the original trailer for dead island right where it was all just rip your rip your heart out you know just so sad and this one was just funny you know so, 
it, it's a much lighter look. Dying Light still keeps that that dark brooding, you know. Well, it seems more serious than what they've shown us so horror. far. Yeah, or yeah. so far. Yeah. So far. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So for what? So I. So yeah, I I think they'll be fine. I don't remember when or even if they put a date on Dead Island. Yeah. I don't think they did. But uh I they're different enough that I don't think it's a problem. Okay. I mean that was that was my big curious and that's why I made sure we put it on here um since I knew you saw both of them. Yeah. To kind of say, you know, is there room for both of them and um I mean w- between the two, did you have a preference? Like, what if you had to choose one of them so far from what you've seen? Um, what do you think you'd lean to? Crap. See, <laughs> that's really hard. Uh, it's well, all right, let me put it this way I think it may backfire on Deep Silver in a way because hardcore fans of Dead Island will probably go for Dying Light. Okay. Because it's it's much more of a Dead Island type game where it's a much more serious type game. Okay. Where the new Dead Island has a lot of humorous elements in it and is it you know looking at the two of them Dying Light feels more like Dead Island than the new Dead Island does. <laughs> um just in terms of tone. Okay. Uh, in terms of gameplay, you know, Dead Island is still Dead Island. Right. Uh, so uh, it's really tough because I like that dark tone, but I also like the humor, you know? And I like the idea that it's in suburbia, it's in California, it's in, instead of, you know, some out of the way crazy island somewhere that you've never heard of or never seen. Right, and right. it's very... You know, it's very utilitarian and slums and, you know, stuff like that. Very much like, you know, Pinal was, or was it Pinal? Uh, in the first one, I think the it was resort. Pinal, yeah. Um, so, you know, you've got the resort, but then when you get off and into the city, that's a lot of what we were seeing in Dying Light is the city type areas. Did um, they actually give a locale for, uh, for Dying Light or was it just kind of? They didn't. Okay. They didn't say. Um, not that I remember. Yeah, cause I've, I've watched a few but. videos on it. Like they did some developer diary stuff and I don't think they ever gave it in those either. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's, it's weird though. I, I really, I, I don't know which way people are going to go. Um, yeah. because it is, I mean, it's Techland, and it really does feel like the next step in okay, we made Dead Island, and and here's the next step with better tech, and you know where we want to take that type of game, and here's you know some new features, and but the, like all the crafting is there, all the you know it's all right, it's all basically the same. You're still making crazy weapons, um, but there's. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's tough to. It's it's going to be a tough call. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to. I, I think a lot of this will have to do with when they're both released too. So we know when when Dying Light's coming finally. So a lot of this is going to hinge on when uh, Deep Silver decides to release uh, Dead Island Two. Yeah. 
I'm excited for both of them either way. I I I really like uh I like what I saw of both of them. Cool. A lot. Cool. So nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh the MPDs for August are out. And once again, PlayStation 4 is number one best-selling console in North America, uh, which I think when we're going to see that change is the month that uh, when that Halo collection comes out. I think that's going to sell a lot mm-hmm. of Xbox Ones, I think. It should. It should. It's, again, I think it's a fantastic package. I won't buy it because I don't like Halo. Um, I'm getting it. Well, I figured you would. Uh, in terms of software, the PS4 led the Xbox One in software sales with Madden NFL 15 leading the way. Uh, Sony's The Last of Us Remastered also continued to sell as it was the highest-selling first-party title for next-gen consoles. Um, then we also got some statements from, uh, I think it's Guy Longworth. Yeah, Guy Longworth, who's the SVP for PlayStation Marketing. And uh, these are the bullet points that they gave us. Now, we're just I'm just reading these. Uh, we're not making any comment here. Uh, they're saying PlayStation 4 was best, uh, or was number one in hardware sales for the eighth consecutive month and remains the cumulative leader for next-generation game consoles. PlayStation led the month for next-generation software with Madden NFL 15, uh, taking the number one spot for overall software sales. Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Ultimate Evil Edition and Madden NFL 15 had their strongest sales on PS4 and were the biggest third-party release of the month. Uh, and then for the third consecutive month, PlayStation was number one in combined home console hardware sales uh, for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3 combined. So, still rolling along, still uh, proving very strong in the marketplace. Uh, You know, we've got Drive Club coming uh, early October. Destiny just hit, and and it sounds like it's pretty, it was a pretty big margin between uh, PS4 and Xbox One sales. Um,. So yeah, I think you're gonna like I said. I think you're gonna see this continue until that Halo uh, collection comes out. And the thing is, I don't know of anything that's really going to have them. Microsoft's biggest challenge right now is sustaining after that Halo collection comes out, sustaining those higher sales. And I just don't think they have anything coming soon enough to to be able to to maintain that through the holidays. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I was kind of upset because the Forza Horizon 2 demo was supposed to hit today, and I wanted to play that before we recorded, but it still hasn't hit as of when we were recording here. So I wanted to give that a look, but yeah, I don't think that's going to be a system seller. Well, nah. Not really. I, don't know. I mean, it's Forza, and it has a lot of fans, but not well. But it's not the traditional would... Forza. It's it's an open world, you know, racing game, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's going to do all right. But again, Forza Horizon Two is also coming on 360. Yeah. But Microsoft is being very smart about it. They're only releasing the demo on Xbox One, so they're not showing anybody how good or bad the game is on 360. You know, just like um, uh, Titanfall. They're only mm-hmm. showing a lot of the stuff for the Xbox One to to try to drive people to buy the new system instead of just holding onto the 360s. Which the proof is in the pudding that people are doing. But like I said, I think a lot of those people are were waiting for Halo, and I have a feeling that when that Halo collector that that uh, Master Chief Edition hits, it's going to sell a lot of systems. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you get to play. You know, if you're a Halo person, you get to play all, a lot of your favorite games. 
with higher resolution graphics, you know, the the whole rework has been done. You get to remix a lot of the levels, mix and match, all sort of stuff. And and I think that's a really powerful thing. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Very cool. Up next. Uh, up next is Grand Theft Auto V has a release date. November 18th. Yeah, I was wrong about the PC thing in the in the listing, by the way. For PS4 and Xbox One, what? Well, because I said Xbox One, PS4, and PC at the same time, and I was wrong. Oh, no, I'm looking at the article, because PC comes uh, January 27th in 2015. So, here's some interesting stuff that's going on. Uh, Hold on a second, because I screwed up. No, don't screw up. Yeah, well, the problem is somebody did this in the WordPress uh, (laughs) visual editor, Uh. and it screws up all the fonts and messes up the page. Really? Because it looks fine for me. Oh, no, it's a mess. Uh, I'm... So, of course, I'm in there fixing it, right? I started fixing it when you were talking. Dang it, Josh. This isn't the time to fix it. But now I'm in the middle of it as you got to me, and I'm like, eh, and I can't read it because I'm reading through all this mess of code. Okay, so the point is, all right, this is behind-the-scenes crap that goes on. Uh, so if you pre-order the new edition, you'll get a million dollars of in-game currency for the single-player and or and or uh, online mode. So $1 million total that you can spend anywhere in the game. That's pretty cool. Uh, I thought there was something about, I don't think it says it in here, does it? About? No, I thought that if you had the PS3 or 360 version, you would also get like another 500,000 or something like that. Well, importing you you can transfer your player over from the older yeah. system. So maybe that was part of it. I thought that when you did that, they were like, okay, thank you for playing. And here's another 500 oh, grand. Yeah, I didn't hear about that either. I thought I read that somewhere. Hmm. So I could be crazy. Um, I think you're crazy. Well, cray, cray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So along with the fancy, fancy that comes and the money, money, yeah, money, 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 you get, New activities, which uh, car washing, uh, or no? Was well, we already had Pilates, so uh, new weapons, cool. New vehicles, cool. More wildlife, nice, which would be cool. Uh, denser traffic, Ooh. which we saw in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. No, I like. Well, no, I like that because then it's. It's a little more real, and I like it to be a little more real sometimes. Yeah, because uh, parachuting out of a helicopter onto a high rise. It's fun. Well, you totally could do real. that. You could do that. Totally real. You could do that. <laughs> I I could show you videos on the internet. You could do that. <laughs> there's videos of everything on the internet. Uh, there's videos of... Of Abraham Lincoln sticking a red hot poker up his ass. <laughs> Four scorns. 16. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know about that one. I think it's fake. That was, uh, <laughs> I was, I pulled that from George Carlin, partly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he said, how did he phrase it? He said, I'm going to say something that has never been said before in the history of mankind. <laughs> Nobody has ever said these words together in this exact phrasing. <laughs> And he said something to that effect, something, I can't, I hope I get to grab and pull and stick that red hot poker up my ass. <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, so we also get uh, enhanced damage and weather effects. Nice. Very cool. hundred additional songs added to the radio station. Wow. And 17 new DJ radio mixes. You know what I don't see on this list? Heists. Online heists mode. <laughs> the one thing I want to play online, and we still don't see that on the list. They were busy making this game. Fancy schmancy. Uh, but that's the, what I want to do. I want to do the heists. I don't care about it'll, parachuting. It'll come. It'll come. When? When, Josh? Uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. In the future. When we get flying cars, is that when we get it? Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get the DeLorean. Uh, yeah, there you go. Well, so, but speaking of cars, you're, we'll be getting rare versions of classic vehicles from throughout the whole Grand Theft Auto series. Cool. Uh, some of the new activities are wildlife photography. <laughs> so maybe you'll get a picture of Bigfoot finally. I want the Loch Ness Monster, uh, like on vacation. New, that'd be cool. Nessie's on vacation in L.A. Uh, new shooting range challenges ah. and the weapons and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Online has been bumped up to 30 players. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's go break it again. Well. Just being realistic. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. So everything you had in online and everything you had offline, basically, when you import your character, it all comes over with you. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, because they but do I that believe... whole thing just like Bungie does where your profile is actually stored on their environment and not on like Sony servers. or. Yeah, and believe I believe as part of that, you have to be a part of the Rockstar Social Club. Right, yeah. yeah that's how the so whole integration to go to works. Their, yeah, website, sign up online and... Which we have a and, PS Nation like clan or whatever you call it too. Yeah, yeah. People should join that. Yeah, maybe. Especially if we end up trying to play this game on PS3 during Extra Life, because I think that's the only way we could hook up before. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a mess. Online was a mess back then. Just saying. Back then, like it's changed. Way back then, in, in 2013, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, last up, uh, just a quick note that uh, the Tokyo Game Show starts this week on the 18th. So keep your eyes and ears open for uh, any TGS news. Uh, what do we think we're going to hear about? I mean, we're going to have a press conference during that time. This is the second half of that press conference that happened a couple of weeks Firmware ago. Firmware 2.0. What's that? Firmware 2.0. Well, but they've already talked about that. 
Yeah, but they're going to go into detail and they're going to tell us some fancy new shit that's coming with it well, that's going to make everybody go, no way! Maybe a friends lo- list that loads if you have more than 100 friends online. That'd be nice. <sighs> Since my system just freezes my- up for about 20 minutes when I turn it on now. I want my sweet folders. I want to be able to bring my own music onto the system and I want yeah. uh, the media server functionality. That would be nice, yeah. Me. Especially because uh, Xbox One, I just got the preview dashboard and it allows you to play... Um, it allows you to use your own music off of a USB device. I need to get into that preview thing. This is bullshit. I can invite you. I need my, I need my every every week two gig downloads. <sighs> well, you know the worst part of that. <laughs> I finally figured out that that's what's locking my system up because ah. it tries to do the the download of the new dashboard and everything. It tries to do the download in the background. So now when I turn the system on every now and then. It either shows me one of two things. Well, not every time because I've been turned on today looking for that demo. But if I haven't used it for a few days and I turn it on, uh, the controller will flash and nothing happens. And nothing's on the screen and the system won't even work. And then I'll do the whole talking to the Kinect and telling it to turn on. And it usually doesn't work. It, it worked once finally in this last time. So I told it to turn on. It came up. And it was sitting at the at the dashboard, but it was only showing like one screen of the dashboard and it was completely frozen. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I'm trying to hit buttons, nothing's working. I'm trying to hold the, the, the button on the controller so I can say turn the console off, nothing's happening. Completely frozen. So I unplugged the power, brought it back up, and then it said an error occurred trying to download blah blah blah. I'm like, oh. So I've seen that message like three or four times now throughout the like the last three weeks. So then do you want to retry? Sure. And I say retry, and then it pulls down a two gig update. So then, you, when was it? Yesterday, I think it was. What was today? Monday? No, when was it? Friday, I think, because I was streaming some Titanfall, uh, either on Friday or Saturday. And I had another like 260 some meg download. But the thing I hate, so I think that's what's locking it up, though, is, is that preview dashboard that downloads, it's trying to do it mm-hmm. automatically and it's freezing the system up somehow. And I've done a factory reset on this thing now. So, like, the stuff that was taking so long before is faster. But where I'm still kind of upset about things is I purchased the season pass for Titanfall because some people wanted to see the DLC. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll get it. I don't care. So I got the DLC for it, and I told it to download it. So it did, but it didn't install it. It doesn't install stuff automatically. So it was just sitting there, and I'm in in Titanfall, Hmm. and I didn't know. So I go into Titanfall, I go to one of the DLC rotations, and it says, you need this content. I'm like, what? No, I don't. I, I already got it. So I went to it, and boom. Sure enough, it says install. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I was streaming it while all this was happening. It took forever. I mean, it, it took like, I don't know how many minutes, but a good 15 minutes probably for each DLC pack just to install. And they're under 2 gig each. Hmm. <clears throat> and I've looked everywhere to see if I can have it install automatically, and I don't see a thing anywhere. So, but if you want their preview thing, dude, I can invite you. Are you even on my list, though, on Xbox? Yeah. Are you? I've been on there. Yes, I've been on there forever. Oh. Interesting. Long, long, since before I was on the podcast. Yeah. I still don't even have 100 friends on there. I have, like, 89, I think. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, and that's one of the things, like, I kind of complain. I'll talk about Titanfall in a bit, but... When I'm playing online, I, you know, I've got some people from our community that are on my list there too, but I haven't played yet with anybody online that is on my friends list. 
And that I you know that's become such an important thing about online play is playing with people that you normally play with. And I cuz I think that's why I've played so much Destiny this last week is because I was on people that I know from the community and you know from Facebook or wherever and it it just it elevates that experience so much more for me. Because you can sit and talk and have a conversation and not just have some idiot yelling into your ear about how much weedy smokes during a day or whatever. So yeah, but I I don't know. We'll just go into it. Aren't we there yet? We're there yet. <laughs> are we? Yeah, we are there. So go. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't play a lot. <laughs> I played a lot of one thing. Uh, so let me pull my list up here. Come on, there we go. So I played a ton of Destiny, uh, which I'll be talking about reviewing after the break. Uh, and like I said, Titanfall. Uh, grabbed the two DLC packs. Um, and played those. I'm at level 27 or 28 in the game. I finished the one side of the story. I've uh, been playing more online, and I'm still just not that impressed with the game. I I was hoping maybe the DLC would make things interesting. Uh, I don't like the new maps. There's a couple I liked, but most of them I really didn't like too much. Um, it just it doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't. I'm not having fun. I'm not smiling when I'm playing it. I'm not anything. It, it's just so thin. There's just not enough there for me. Um, and the, it's funny because there was a couple people on the on the chat like, you're not giving it a chance. I'm like, I'm level 27. What do you consider giving it a chance? How many hours do, more do I have to play to give it, quote unquote, a chance? I finished the freaking story. Well, the story. I finished the, the single player campaign. I'm at level 27, yet I'm not giving it a chance because I'm a fanboy? Is that what what you're driving at? I don't get it. <laughs> I, <laughs> the level 27, you're not giving I, it I a chance. I can't believe it. I, I'm serious. I have played this for hours. It's awesome. It's awesome. It, it just it infuriates me. Like, what do I have to do to prove that I'm open-minded? <laughs> love the game like I love it. Just lick it. <laughs> lick the box. Be Jessica Chobot, Glenn. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's funny too, because their Twitch app, it works pretty well, but it crashes like crazy. Um, I had it crash twice to me the other day, so I just hooked up the Elgato and did it that way, which it it looks better with through the Elgato anyway. So, but it was funny. I was using the Kinect as a camera and the Kinect has this feature. It doesn't move around like the one in the 360, but it'll actually follow you via the software. So you turn it mm-hmm. on, but it kind of clicks. It doesn't real move, move real s- smoothly. So I was like checking it out, and I'm moving my head back and forth like pretty wildly, and you could just see like click, 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 click. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting that it did that because the PlayStation 4 one, I don't think it's as, as dynamic, but I think the PlayStation 4 one, your video looks better, I think. So it's kind of a trade-off. Um, <clears throat> so I was doing that, uh, messing around more on the Xbox one, but not really. Oh God, I hope it didn't turn it on. Okay. Um, <laughs> didn't really do it too much. I was going to play Forza the other day, but I never got around to it cause I'm uh, Forza five to me just really is very underwhelming. I don't think it feels right. I don't like the lack of content. I don't like the fact that. They literally are nickel and diming you for more content. Um, I just don't like it. And I think it's because I'm so spoiled by Gran Turismo 5 and 6. Uh, it, it, it really is. I, I think Gran Turismo 6, in every single way, is better than Forza 5. I, you know, the, the, the graphics might be 
there might be a little bit more on the screen with Forza 5, but at the end of the day, the tracks don't feel as good. It Like, the actual feel of the game isn't as good. Um, <clears throat> I think it's funny when I say that navigation through the menus and everything in Gran Turismo is better than Forza. Uh, I, I, I think it's a lot less confusing, which, like I said, that's funny because Gran Turismo is notoriously uh, bad for that kind of thing until 6 came out. Um, although I did find something interesting with Forza 5, so... You've got that drive avatar thing, and I went into the game a couple weeks ago, and it actually popped up and said, "Your drive avatar is raced in the blah 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 races, so you earn this many credits." So that was kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of a neat little idea. Uh, you can kind of do something like that in, in Gran Turismo as well, uh, in B spec mode, so you can go onto that web interface and you can actually have your guy race automatically and all that stuff. But uh, so I thought that was kind of neat. You know, it wasn't a lot of credits. Obviously, nothing really substantial. I couldn't, like, buy a car with it or anything, but I thought that was neat. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else with Titanfall. Uh, my, you know, my biggest complaint, I think, is is still one of my biggest complaints, and that is that they they try to give you that feel of having more on the screen and more on the maps than there really are with all those, uh, with all the grunts, all the AI-controlled grunts. And it proves it. I mean, there were a couple rounds when I was streaming it where I had three kills of real people, and I had like 22, 23 kills of grunts. <laughs> so I'm spending all this time and ammo killing all these AI-controlled players that you're not getting any points for, really. You're only you're getting like a quarter of the points, I think it is. And it's, it's, just, it's, it's just a waste of time. You know, it, just, it really annoys me. It, the, the simple fact of the matter is... You're, you're playing six-on-six on, six on maps that are too big for six-on-six. Six. But they have to have big maps because you have these big mechs. So instead of, instead of having an online system that allows you to have more actual people online, they throw these really dumb AI opponents in there that kneel down and just kneel there. They don't do anything. But when you're running around and as fast as the game is, when you're running around you see an, an, an enemy, you shoot it. And you kill it. And you don't really think about the fact that yeah, the guy that's running across and strafing is probably a real person. You just see an enemy and kill it, you know? But it really, it, it, it genuinely annoys me. So I hope Titanfall 2, they get rid of that and actually have real humans with a lot more players. And there's the, they really need to flesh things out in that game. I, I just, I really think it's too thin. I think they brought it out too soon, which is funny because they were working on it for like three years, I think. Uh, yeah. it, it just, it you know, and, and the source engine that they're using... It probably was easy for them because it's such a mature engine, but at the same time, uh, the screen tearing is really bad in that game, uh, and it came through on the on the uh, on the stream. Even uh, it's, I had some frame rate problems where the frame rate dipped down to the like probably ten fifteen around that area. Um, yeah, it's and, and online problems still. You know, people teleporting, all kinds of crap. So for six on six, you shouldn't have that kind of problem with especially these new systems. Uh, the networking code and the networking systems are supposed to be so much better. For six on six to have a lot of teleporting and everything, it just shouldn't be allowed. So, yeah, I don't know. I know I'm dumping on Titanfall. How dare I? Uh, also got into Minecraft on PS4 for like five minutes. Um, when it, it was funny because it told me that Bilda was online. So I went in and it said that his character was asleep or something and he'd left it. I don't know what it was, but he texted me later, and he's like, sorry, dude, I didn't know you were in there. Uh, but I guess there's server problems or something that drops people out every now and then. But I just went in, and I dicked around. I'm like, why am I doing this? And I got out. 
<laughs> it was my it was my spidey sense telling me that it was going to be a Microsoft product soon, and I had to get out. Just kidding. Uh, and then some PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale was playing that on the on the Vita the other day. Uh, just getting back into that because I think we're going to try to set up some PS3 matches uh, for Extra Life. I think we're going to try to do that since it's free for everyone now. So if they have Plus, and then uh, hooked up my Vita TV today. <clears throat> wanted to get the update that came out last. I didn't even know when it came out, but I just wanted to get it and see if any more games were compatible with it. Uh, nothing was working. I, I threw games in that have no touch controls at all and they don't work. Ridge Racer I threw in, which is a Japanese card even. Uh, isn't compatible with the Vita TV. Uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, or Street Fighter X Tekken, doesn't work. No, no touch controls, really. Um, what else did I put in there? Virtual Tennis 4. Doesn't work. So I found a list of games that possibly work, but they're all digital and they're on my U.S. account. So tomorrow I'm going to try to put a card in there, use my U.S. account on it, and see if it'll work. But I doubt it because when I first got it, it was region locked and it wouldn't take a U.S. account. So it's such a catch-22. I would love to use this thing and (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, But we got an email about the Vita TV, so I just kind of threw it on to try to find some stuff out. Uh, and then watched, got my Blu-ray for Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Watched that again. My God, I love that movie. So well done. Yeah, Just awesome. I, I watched highlights. <laughs> I, I couldn't sit and watch it all because it was really late at night. Yeah, it's a long movie too. And I watched, you know, some of the bigger scenes that I really wanted to see again. And I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it was, uh, it's fantastic. It is. It's so, I didn't even, I didn't watch them in 3d though, but I just, cause I was, I was tired and I wanted to just watch it and I think 3d would have worn me out, but yeah, uh, really, really enjoyed that movie. And I got the Blu-ray for Stalingrad. I haven't watched that yet, but I plan on doing that this week. So can't wait to watch that. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. A lot of destiny. Mm. A lot of destiny. Um, so, uh, on Saturday, I spent a ton of time on the website. More than I expected to. Say what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mainly uh, reviews that people had written and cleaning things up and uh, just fixing stuff on the website in general. Okay. Uh, so, that took a time um but i was also uh i installed my two terabyte drive to the ps4 nice did it actually work this time yes yay without a hitch and super fast did you use my video no oh you bastard (laughs) uh i looked at it just to see the beginning of it uh where you're where you have to take the thing out uh, we have to take apart the, you know, the case that the, uh, two terabyte drive is in, mm-hmm. um, since it's a portable drive. Uh, so I did do that, uh, because when I got it and I looked at the, I'm like, how the, uh, I'm just going to look at the video. <laughs> so, so, and of course that's the part you didn't show. Um, well, I mean, I kind of did. I said, just throw the, uh, put the screwdriver in there and kind of peel forward. 
with your fingers. You said, just put the screwdriver in here and then peel. And then that's it. And then you come back. You're like, okay, now that that's well, but there's out, a crease like, there. What, what do you want me to show you? There's a, there's a little crease and you just pop the screwdriver I know. in. And- I know. I know. <laughs> so I did it. I, uh, and it was very simple. Very quick. Yeah. Uh, Reinstalling everything—that's a whole other. Well, it takes a while. Issue. Actually, I had a yeah. I had great luck with that. It it went really smooth for me and very fast. I caught the servers on a good day. Yeah, it takes a long time. So, and I put in, and you don't MLB. even have Battlefield Four. <laughs> That's the worst. I one. do have Battlefield Four. Yeah, but do you ever play it? Uh, I haven't installed it on the on the update. No. Yeah. So I will. We'll do it overnight. Um, like load it up and then run all, go and get all the content, and then go to bed. Yeah, because it takes a long time. Uh, so I put in. I was gonna play. I did play NHL 15 before I did that, but I was gonna play some NHL 15 again while other things were going. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, I'll just play like a quick game or two. Oh boy! And it said, oh yeah, you need the update, and I'm like, fuck. And I went, all right, well, let me just grab the update real yeah. quick and then I'll play it. And the update was like two gigs. And I'm oh. like, fuck. <laughs> so I put in uh, Madden uh-huh. and I played some Madden. Um, continued with that. Uh, I put in MLB 14. Oh, God. Because I was like, oh, this is going to take forever. So I put it in just to let it go and do its thing. And it actually wasn't quite as bad. It was close to an hour. But, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't terrible. And I got in and I started playing. Um, <laughs> I was half asleep when I was playing it. It was so messed up. Uh, I created a player and I went through, you know, I was going to go through the draft. So you have your prospect games that you're playing. Those are so nerve wracking. Well, I was half asleep when I was playing it. So I went like <laughs> over, over everything. Oh, gosh. Uh, I had some really good fielding, uh, but I was just I was just not getting the batting because I was half asleep. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you finish it off and it says, okay, uh, you're getting – I got drafted in the sixth round. <laughs> and it was by Cincinnati. And, it's a, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'm in Cincinnati. And it said, or you can go back to school for a year right. or two years or three years. I was like, huh. That's what hey, I did, what? too. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. So I went back to school, and it did its thing. And I'm like, uh, all right, so let me just play some more games. And I'm still, like, falling. I literally fell asleep several times during the game <laughs> and then popped open. I'm like, what? Where am I? Okay, I'm playing now. Um, I got through it. I, I went one for whatever <laughs> <laughs> and fell asleep through the whole thing and went, you know, and I was like, all right, whatever I'm going to be, I'm going to be. And I forget who I got drafted by. It might've been Toronto or somebody. Uh-huh. And it said, or you can go back to school. I was like, yeah, I'll go back to school. <laughs> At least you so got a good then education. I, uh, then I stopped it. I, I was like, let me save this. Cause I'm, I'm literally asleep through half the game. So I have to just stop at this point. <laughs> but it was really cool that I was able to go back to school and, you know, you build up your stats because you're, I realized like it, when I did it the first time, I was like, I'll go to like junior college for a year. Cause I didn't understand how it all worked. Right. And it said, okay, well you have like an extra 120 some points to put towards your stats. I'm like, what? Oh, fuck. 
So I did it, and this this last time I was like, I'm going to college for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to see you know what kind of stats I can build up, and then come back into it when I'm a little bit more awake. I'm telling you, man, the, those prospect decent... games are there's so much pressure. You're just like, ah, they are. I hate yeah, it. it's cool that they it's have kind that. Of fun, but, though. Oh, yeah, so much pressure. Yeah, it's fun that way though. Uh, so I got to play some of that. I was, I was happy with that. Um, and I played a bunch of NHL 15 on the PS3. Oh, good. Not enough to do the review yet. Um, because there is a lot of stuff there. Uh, and they've added stuff from last year too, which is cool. They did bring over the commentary, the new commentary. Okay. So all of that is in there with all of its, Lovely repetition, <laughs> but it's all there, which is nice. Um, the presentation of it, you know, that's not there. Obviously right. the, the video of the guys, the video outside the arenas and stuff, which I think, which is weird. They could have put that in there. Cause in. it's still a Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's not that much that they're really showing. It's just a couple of small scenes you know, for each city. Um, which, yeah, I was kind of bummed out that I didn't see that. Uh, well, at least I didn't see that in the games I've played so far. Maybe it's in some of the bigger games or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's possible it is. Uh, but it was just, it's still got the crappy old menus that they've always had on those NHL games where it's just like, where it's just like a huge, uh, tree of menus. Oh, okay. Where you yeah. click on one and then the next one opens up with, 10 items and you click on that and that opens up with five items and the, you know, and you have to back out, back out, back out. Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's nice that they updated the menus on the PS4. Again, you would think that there's nothing that. there. It, I mean, it, yeah. it's not really like, well, they did it's it for not Madden. Like you need that much more power on the console to do it or something. Yeah. They did it for Madden, uh, on the PS3. That's weird. So, yeah, it was kind of surprising that they never did it for NHL. They just never bothered. Um, it was really fun playing uh, Be a Pro, where I could sim to my next shift. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was really fun playing Be a Pro, where I, I just half-ass created my player, but I created him really quick. And said, okay, do you want to jump right into the draft? Do you want to pick a team? Or what do you want to do? I said, well, let's go for the draft. And it says, okay, now you get to play in the Memorial Cup to you know, show off your skills and gain the attention of the scouts right. and improve your draft positioning. And I'm like, of course. So th- I think this is, this I think is, this is definitive proof that the PS4 version slash Xbox One version is a lot of new code. Like a lot of new everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they're so separated. It's because uh, if they were on a similar platform, you know, if they had a similar like core, a lot of that stuff would have been changed over. And, and it's pretty obvious that these are two completely separate games now. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, it, it kind of sucks because the PS4 version is so much better in terms of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, the, just the physics upgrade alone 
and the way it feels, it feels so much more like a real hockey game. Right. It as as great as NHL was on the PS3, it suddenly feels very very arcadey and uh, just off. Hmm. Once you play the PS4 version, the PS4 versions feel so much more authentic. But it is so thin in terms of features, and it is so gimped in so many areas that, you know, I'd rather play the PS4 version. Yeah. But a lot of the modes I want are on the PS3 version. Oh, <laughs> so geez. it's just, it's this horrible Sophie's choice where you're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> so I find myself going back and forth between the two of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so far. But I, I need to play some more of the PS3 and and some more of the modes and everything. You know, the Winter Classics are there. Two of the Winter Classics are there. Um, the Pittsburgh-Washington game, I want to say. The one in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And the one in Philly where it's not actually Citizens Bank Park. It's some Citizens Bank-looking sort of semi-park. <laughs> It isn't really even close to Citizen Bank. It kind of sucks, but you know. <laughs> it's I was so frustrated when I saw that initially. And it's the same one, you know, they just ported the they just copied it over and basically copy paste. Here you go. Yeah. Uh with the original players that were in it and everything, so Yeah, it's there, which is cool. Uh but it's so funny. When I started to skim through everything that was there, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot how much was on the PS3 version that just did not make it to the PS4. Oh, yeah, that's, man, that's crazy. So, yeah. Um, so those. Uh, I watched Captain America, like I said. And then uh, problem on Saturday when... I stopped to get lunch and I went upstairs and thought, I'll just watch something, you know, short. Like I usually watch like a half hour show, like a 20 minute show, basically when I'm eating, um, whether it's a Simpsons or something like that, you know, some show I haven't, that I'm trying to catch up on. Uh, but I'm flipping through the TV and gone, baby gone is on. And I'm like, fuck. And I started watching it. Well, that's because it's got the Affleck that can actually act. Oh, I love that movie so much. It's so fucked up. Um, But I watched a really big chunk of it. Uh, And then a little bit later, I came back to have some dinner and Skyfall was on. I was like, fuck me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up watching a good chunk of Skyfall. <laughs> wow. Basically from the casino or from when he fought the guy. Right. You know, killed the guy right before he goes to the casino. Uh, right through till... Right through till when uh, Javier Bardem's character sees M's flashlight off in the distance. So like 80% of the movie, all but the very beginning and the very end, essentially. (laughs) Uh, But I saw the really exciting stuff, you know, in the middle there. Uh, I kept saying, I just want to get to that, the, the scene in the court or the courtroom, the, the hearing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want to get to that. I want to get to that. And I got to that and I'm like, Oh, but they're going to drive. Oh, oh, but the whole, yeah, the whole attack and Oh, I got to see that. So I watched that and I'm like, fuck. It's, it, it's one of the best bond movies ever made. It, it is. is. It, 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 really it goes is. deeper into bonds background than they ever have in the past. It's yep. one of the most interesting and well thought out villains that they've ever had. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, there's so many great things that I can say about that movie. And the, and the new one starts shooting um, December 6th is the new one. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. See, and because of the way they ended this one, which I didn't see coming at all, and the way they put it all together, I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just – it was perfect, uh, a perfect Bond movie to me. Yeah, yeah I agree. It, it is – if it's not my favorite, it is in the top two, <laughs> if not three. It's It's really – it probably is my favorite. They've I, had, I, I just love it. They've been showing a lot of uh, the the Brosnan ones lately, mm. which I got to watch Goldeneye again, which I just love that movie to death. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even a couple of the ones that sucked still had their moments. Tomorrow Never Dies and The World Is Not Enough. They they had their moments. Well, they all had their yeah, moments. That was the thing. It, which I makes just, it I that- loved Pierce Brosnan as, as Bond, and it's so upsetting that he didn't have better material to work with. Yeah, well, that's the thing about it. It makes it so frustrating when you see those flashes of greatness and then it just devolves into, here's my invisible car. You know, I I mean, you start off with... with, I think when he said, I think you've got to be joking. I think that was actually Brosnan saying that and they just left it in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because you get this, you get this greatness of, Bond is captured in North Korea and he's being tortured for months and he's got this big ass beard and it's it's like holy shit this now they're getting real and then it just devolves into absurdity you know which sucks yeah I know so anyway what were we talking yeah, about <laughs> yeah um Skyfall and the awesomeness of it yes um someday we'll do that second Bond cast someday <laughs> Well, it's it's basically going to be a two hours of Skyfall. <laughs> Pretty well. I mean, <laughs> no, I know the the other. Yeah. Uh, Where do we stop? We stopped at Roger Moore, or no? Yeah, we stopped after Roger Moore. Yeah. I think so. We have to do yeah. Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, and also talking about that, Richard Keel passed away this week. Yeah, the guy that played Jaws in a couple of the movies. I actually got to meet him years ago. Um, they brought him dinner for McDonald's and it was like four bags of food. That's when McDonald's was still food. Um, I shook his hand though. I think I was in, I was a freshman in high school, I believe shook his hand and my hand just disappeared in that bear claw that he had. But the <laughs> nicest guy you'd ever meet in your life, just so approachable, so easy to talk to. And we were actually at a thing where we we knew he was coming and everything. And, and uh, man, it was I was like probably like a little schoolgirl talking to him just because you know here's this iconic figure from some of my favorite movies and um, I didn't know about Ega at the time or else I would have brought that up obviously but watch out for snakes but uh, yeah it sucks that he passed <laughs> away yeah he was in the classic Twilight Zone uh, to serve man yep and he was in the original Star Trek uh, as this... Oh, the the android alien. or whatever. 
Yeah, Andrew. Was he an? He was like a robot like a, or something. He was supposed to be a robot, but he was like a caveman, I think. Or yeah, yeah. he looked very caveman. He was a big monster alien dude who was in this ice cave yeah. with this scientist and his girlfriend, wife, whatever she was. I can't remember. Yeah, he was like the protector uh, robot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah he had his moments. Yeah. Although then, even that, that gets into the absurdity of, I mean, his character was terrifying and, oh my gosh. Oh, Moonraker you're talking about? More than a match. Yeah, and then it turns to Moonraker, where he's just a goofball (sighs) at that point. Well, I still liked Moonraker, because back then, it was like, oh my god, lasers and space marines, whoa! Yeah. I mean, plus Hugo Drax is one of my favorite villains. I I love Hugo Drax. What what I the only thing I really liked about that movie, which I was so excited about, was the idea of a fleet of space shuttles yeah. and multiple shuttle launches all together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and there was always that dream that NASA was going to do that, that they were going to have a fleet. If the original plan, yeah. the original budget, was for a fleet of twenty five shuttles, yep. where they were going to be launching weekly. Uh, <laughs> Which could you imagine? Could you imagine if they did what they've done so many times in movies and launched two of them on like pad 39A and 39B at Cape Canaveral <laughs> at the same time? Uh, or within minutes of each and other? And they'd have to scrub both of them for gaskets that are not in, not in there correctly. And, yeah. 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 So. Well. And then, of, of course, maybe the, the younger folk might know Richard Keel. He was the rather large man with a nail in his head in uh, Happy Gilmore. I never saw it. You never saw Happy Gilmore? I'm not one a, of the, no, no. I'm not a fan no. of Adam Sandler, but Happy Gilmore is actually really good. It's very funny. I might watch it. I'm just not an Adam Sandler guy. I'm not either. The only movies of his I like are that one. The Wedding Singer I absolutely love. I, I just think it's genius. I, I just love that movie. Um, and then he was in a movie called Bulletproof with um, with Damon Wayans. That's awesome. Great action movie. Uh, uh, James Conn's in it too. Con. Um, and there was one more that he's in that I liked, but um, oh, uh, I don't remember the other movie. But The Wedding Singer and, and Happy Gilmore, I, I I do really like. The rest of his, I could care less. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Crap. The, oh yeah, Joan Rivers. Yeah, a lot of people. Only know her from the stuff she's done in the last probably 15 years with all the fashion bullshit, but Joan Rivers was always an icon to me. I mean, she was strong enough to fill in for Johnny Carson on the Tiny Show for how long, uh, only to go do her own show at Fox and, and completely alienate Johnny, but uh, the woman was fantastically funny. Well, it's amazing because, I mean, I've, Howard Stern on the channels there, they've been replaying her over the weekend they were replaying everything oh cool um all the appearances she had and he had always had her on even after everything happened at fox yeah fox basically just shit on her and dumped her oh yeah um there was a fight between her husband at the time and uh the head of fox and she got dumped with good ratings and everything. And she was basically blackballed. She couldn't get a job. She couldn't do anything. Her husband ended up committing suicide. Yep. 
and she was just at the lowest of low points and Howard Stern kept having her on. He was the only person having her on. Nobody wanted to touch her anywhere. Right. Um, she couldn't even book like a comedy gig somewhere. Nobody wanted to touch her. Yeah. Um, and she worked her way back and that, that was the amazing thing. She was 81. She was always relevant and current and up to date. Yep. Uh, and she was funny. She was amazing. She was one of the original women comedian pioneers. Yeah, it was like her really, and Phyllis Diller and, and uh, really not very many else. You know, Joan Rivers was, she always knew how to push buttons too. She always, yeah. she was always gritty. She didn't hold back. And, and that was something that, you know, for a woman to pull off back then was unheard of. I mean, you know, the, the, just the point that there was a female comedian that was making it so well. And, and like I said, filling in on the tonight show for Johnny Carson on a regular basis, but also that, that, you know, she was almost like a Rickles to a certain extent. I mean, she just really didn't hold back. And yeah. for, it's, it's insane to think about when back in the day when you only had a certain amount of comedians that could get away with anything. I mean, uh, Rickles really gets away with a lot because he just hits all, all the different, uh, all the different aspects of everything in the, in the crowd. Um, it's, it's just nuts. I mean, I remember seeing her way back then when I was a kid and just like, Whoa, Wow. Like how how'd she get away with saying that on TV? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was she was interesting. Uh, David Brenner, I guess. Not David Brenner. Uh, he just died a few months ago. One. Maybe it was David Brenner. He he said at one point if if Joan Rivers had had a penis, she'd be Howard Stern. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Because the two of them were very similar in a way where they would just say anything. Yep. And didn't and really didn't care what anybody said. She never apologized for anything. Right, right. Which was that's what I really admired about. But her. she was very good about making comedy. light of everything. Even when her husband yeah. uh, killed himself, she made light yeah. of it and and kind of turned it around to her advantage. Yeah, and that's that's what was so good about her. You know, she's for her it was all just jokes. She never said anything in a mean spirited way. It was always meant to be a joke, and right. people didn't get those jokes half the time. And when they didn't, you know, they'd freak out and and flip out, and you know, people would think she went too far. She crossed the line. She did the. She never apologized for any of it. Right. She's like, "Fuck you! It's a joke." Yep, exactly. And I've heard her say that literally. Fuck you! It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was amazing. I mean, it, it it sucks so bad because she was only in there for a throat operation. Well, it wasn't even an operation. They were just in there checking it. So well, this all happened at Mount Sinai, which is where my wife works. Yeah. So she was like, "Yeah, the like, there's it's chaos around here." Well, yeah, the thing was, her voice started. I mean, she always had a raspy voice, but she started losing yeah. a lot of power in her voice. So she went in for a diagnostic, and something got screwed up during the diagnostic, and she had a she had cardiac arrest. So a lot of people are calling for, you know, an investigation and all kinds of things. So that's the thing. Someone with that, I mean, you know, she got a lot of shit about the plastic surgery that she got and everything, which I never thought she needed to do. But, um, you know, all this stuff happened, but she always had so much energy and everything else. And for something like this to take her, it's just, it's devastating. Well, that was the thing. She had been on Howard Stern just maybe a couple months ago. Not even. Yeah. Uh, and she was, you know, alive and bubbly and bouncing yeah. and her mind was sharp. It was amazing. 
for an 81 year old to be just as sharp and quick and on top of things as she was. And at one point they were even joking. She started to cough and they were like, are you okay? Do you need water? You're not dying. Are you? You know what? If you're dying, die here. She's like, Oh, wouldn't that be great? I'll do that for you. He's like, would you? He's like, yes. Ratings like, gold. Just, yeah. That's, they were like, that, that would be amazing. The ratings. We, she's like, just as long as you cover my face with my book so that I get, you know, so that the book sales go. <laughs> Oh. She's like, you can keep me here. You can keep me here for a day. He's like, keep you for a day. I'm keeping you here for a month if you die. I'm keeping you propped up on that couch. <laughs> Put her in a glass case like Lennon. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, I agree. It, it just sucks. Yeah, I was I was very heartbroken to hear about that one. Yeah. We've lost a lot of good talent lately. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, on that sad note, let's take our break, (laughs) and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk some Destiny and a bunch of other stuff, including Extra Life. Yep. And before I talk Destiny, uh, obviously we got to talk about Extra Life. We're like 40 days away. Something like that. Mm. We need people. We need people to start donating. Need sleep. We need people to uh, <laughs> to help us sleep a little bit, get some extra sleep so our batteries are recharged for this thing. Uh, but we need people to join the, join the team, too. Um, so last year, our team raised $19,660.32. And we obviously want to do better than that this year. Uh, so got some prizes coming for the raffle. We're trying to, uh, get our games list down for this 24 hour marathon of video gaming that we're going to be streaming and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happening so we can get things planned. So, uh, we do have the page all set up over at psnation.com. So if you go over there, uh, do you have it on the left side yet, Josh? No, I will in the next day or two. Okay. But what you can do is you can go up and hit events, uh, special events at the top. And go to Extra Life, and you'll see Extra Life 2014 right there. And uh, you can find the page, uh, which has all the information that you're going to need when we're starting, when we're stopping. Our team page, if you want to join the team. Uh, The Donate Now button, which is obviously the most important. Uh, Listing at least the one special prize that we have on here so far. We are actually working on a pretty awesome one. If we can get it to work, it's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, But we have the Sit in the Third Chair, like you heard Rick last week on the podcast. We've got that going again this uh, this year. Uh, the minimum total donation for that one is $100. Uh, and then in the message to fundraiser box, just put podcast in there. Uh, so prizes so far, uh, we got a box. There's actually a few more games in that box that I didn't list because I forgot to <clears throat> write down what they all were. But uh, we got a bunch of copies of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 
Uh, so we got a PS4, Xbox One, PS3, and I think mm. there might even be a Wii U copy in there somewhere. Uh, so I'll get that list uh, taken care of in the next couple of days. Also, we've got 10 vouchers for Octodad for the U.S. and 10 vouchers for Europe. We've got five vouchers for Oddworld New and Tasty. Uh, we've got five vouchers for The Walking Dead table in Zen Pinball 2 for the U.S. and five for Europe. We've got a, I thought it was a signed game because I had a picture of it, and it's not from LB14, the show. It's actually a signed poster and a baseball. So you get both of those with that prize. Yeah, pretty cool. And then uh, Sony so far has thrown in two PlayStation Vitas and two PlayStation 3s to be won. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I quit. <laughs> yeah, Josh and I can't, can't get those, damn it. <clears throat> have to get, what you have to do is give money to your mom to put in. Ooh, and if your mom wins it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, uh, we put that rule on ourselves too. That's the funniest part about it. Well, that's <laughs> it's ridiculous. not like some law there's, or something. Uh, but there's no chance that she's gonna. I mean, my well, my, my parents won two things so far because they donate every year, but they've gone to my nephew both times. Mm. Damn it, my step nephew. Not even real nephew. Step nephew. I'll tell you. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, we've got the raffle, all the, uh, the whole tables up there. It's just like the last couple of years on how many tickets you get when you put some cash in, uh, and it is cumulative. So if you decide that you want to put in more to get more tickets, let's say you put uh, 10 bucks in and you got one ticket later on, you say, you know what? I want more tickets. I'm going to go $40 more. So that brings you up to 50 bucks. Then you get 10 tickets. So it's not per donation. It's all cumulative. So uh, we'll add all that up. But uh, go over to the site, read the instructions, please. Uh, one of the things is to be eligible for the raffle, you need to make sure that you enter uh, your email address when you make the donation. Uh, some people didn't do that in previous years, and we couldn't get a hold of anybody uh, to send them the prizes. Uh, so please just make sure you do that. Also, we do have a cutoff date for donations for the raffle, and that's going to be October 31st of 2014. Because uh, we'll do the raffle drawing hopefully the next day. Uh, Extra Life itself, though, takes place on October 25th, Saturday, October 25th, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and ending on Sunday, October 26th at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. So we're not doing 25 hours like last year. Thank God. Uh, and again, we'll be doing it from Josh's basement in New Jersey. And uh, hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, maybe Colette, Colette show up again and play some Mario on, on the Wii U. Or uh, we'll make her play something else. And who knows what else we've got planned. She might have to play something else because uh, the Wii U is up in the bedroom now. Well, you could bring it down for that day. <sighs> Just saying. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, unplug all I, two cables. I walked all the way downstairs with uh, the pad mm-hmm. on Saturday just to see if I could. Yeah. Uh, it will not work on the couch, but it will work over here at my desk because that's almost directly <laughs> below it. You know, two floors below it, but it is below it, and it does actually work here. Which is so. really funny because at my house, it was kind of the same thing, but I only have a two-story. Yours is that split-level thing. Yeah. But at my house, it wouldn't work in my office at all, but if I was in the bedroom, which is directly above where the Wii U was, it would work fine. See, but the thing is, when it was in the living room... yeah. It would work almost everywhere in the house. <laughs> but now that I've moved it up to the bedroom, you know, by the, the wall it's at, it it kind of limits its range a bit. So, Jeez. Oh, maybe you may have to yeah. do some manual labor for a change. 
Oh, oh damn it. Uh, fuck that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get your 5200 hooked up, by the way. We looked into that, and even Rick was looking while we were podcasting, and it looks like we have to actually mod your system. That is bullshit. Yeah. So I'll look still, but uh, I don't know if there's going to be an easy way to do that. <laughs> Funny as that is, that system has already been modded. For because, uh Because it was... Um, it's a four port. Yeah. And it can handle the 2600 adapter. Okay. I apparently, and I didn't remember doing this. Uh, I have a vague recollection of it after I found out. Uh, the four ports would not work with the 2600 adapter at all. Really? Only the, yeah, only the two ports would work with it. Uh, Huh. And apparently, and I remember the place because I used to take my 5200 joysticks there all the time mm. uh, to get them fixed. <laughs> Bullshit Constantly. that was. Um, apparently, when I was going there at one point, they said, oh, yeah, we also can mod it so that you can uh, you know, use the 2600 <laughs> because I have the 2600 adapter and it works fine. Sure. And when I read that years later, like within the past four or five years I read that online and I was like that's bullshit mine works and I'm like oh <laughs> I guess I had it modded huh which was probably something really that. easy too yeah it probably was but it's crazy that I actually had that done I, I think I remember doing it and I think I remember being real nervous about it and real like I don't want them messing up my system because <laughs> that was the first thing I bought that on my own that was expensive like that you know so, yeah, it's crazy. It has been modded once. I don't, I don't think I want to mod it. Well, again. it sounds like it's not an easy mod either because uh, our, our buddy Ben Heck got into it a little bit too. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So I don't think there's an easy way to do it. What happened to – who was that guy? I was just thinking of this the other day. There was a guy – I don't even know how to look it up. He did portable – uh, classic systems. That was basically. Ben Heck. No, I think it was before Ben Heck. I think there was somebody else that was doing it. Oh yeah, there's other people that do it. I don't really know. But of this a guy, singular... like he would sell. He did. He did these gorgeous mods for. Uh, I'm sure it was not Ben Heck. Uh, it was ben Heck. Gorgeous mod for the twenty. I heard that for the <laughs> for the twenty six hundred. No, I th- no because this was, oh, this was a the, no. There was another guy that did like a portable twenty six hundred, and I remember. I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I never knew that the guy's name because then Ben Heck started doing some of that stuff. Yeah, and Ben Heck got a lot more press for it and did a lot different stuff. And uh, yeah, oh, there's a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> Wait, watch. It's going to be Ben Heck. Be son I of will a bitch. laugh my ass off. I swear this is, like, this is a kids in the hall skit right here. No, it's the Godfather. It is. No, no, it's that movie where the guy gets shot a bunch of times <laughs> at a toll booth. Yeah, yeah, Godfather. No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> uh, where I don't. No, that wasn't the picture of it. Crap. Well, I'll Watch try the to movie find with it. Citizen Kane that they were talking about in the kids in the hall thing. It's Citizen <laughs> Kane. It's Citizen Kane. No. He's, he's looking all the time, and you find out it's a sled. It's Citizen Kane! 
No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, this guy did some some. This is going to drive me nuts. It is because I was actually thinking about it maybe a week or two ago. Well, and what I was thinking about is, do does anyone make? You know how they have those classic systems that have like fifty games built in. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything like that for the fifty two hundred that no. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, nobody made one for the fifty two hundred because the joysticks were a pain in the ass and nobody bothered. Uh, um, yeah. They they did it for the twenty six hundred. I think there was a seventy eight hundred one, which is uh, funny because that thing didn't do anything. I know there is. There either is now or is coming a Coleco one. There is an Intellivision one. The Intellivision one they just showed in Vegas. Uh, I think it comes with some unreleased games, too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there were there were a ton of them. Um, but I don't remember... Uh, I don't remember... I don't ever seeing a 5200. I don't know. From anybody. This is riveting, by the way. Isn't it, though? It is. <laughs> well, if anybody knows of a way to hook a 5200 up to, like, composite video or something, uh, please let me know. Email me at email us at podcast.psnation.com. Because I can, I, can I can do composite, I can do component, I can do S-video, and I can do HDMI. So. Hmm. And actually, there might be even a way that I can do, like, a VGA or something. So. So I could use my iScan Ultra. Anyway, so back to Extra Life. Uh, we're trying to raise money for Children's Miracle Network. We're playing for Children's Specialized Hospital in Mountainside, New Jersey. Uh, they're a not-for-profit. Everything, uh, all the money that comes in goes directly to the kids and, and helping them out. Um, super group of people over there. We've worked with them for, what, like four years now, I think. And uh, they've just been so much fun to, to work with and uh, to help out. So please give generously. Please be ready for Saturday, October 25th. Uh, be ready to play some games with us. Uh, we need as much help as we can get. You know, get on the stream, hang out with us. Uh, like I said, if you want to play with us, uh, join our team. You can play for your own hospital if you join our team. So you just join up and uh, choose the hospital of your choosing, or you can choose the one that we play for and, uh, you know, get people to donate. So instead of actually going out and exerting yourself by running – uh, like 26 miles for an actual marathon and having people donate like a dollar a mile, you can do the same thing here. You can do 24 hours and a dollar uh, an hour that people can donate. And uh, it all 100% of the money goes to the charity. This isn't one of those things like the old ice bucket challenge where now it's been reported that about 70% of that money doesn't even go to the uh, charity. Uh, this is what? all handled. Yeah. This is all handled directly through Children's Miracle Network. <sighs> we never see the money at all. Uh, the website that you go to is directly run by the charity itself, and uh, all the money goes to them. So that's one of the reasons we really uh, got involved with these guys is because the money's actually doing some good instead of paying for some overbloated CEO salary like the United Way. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. But uh, you know, keep your eyes on Facebook, on Twitter, everything else, because uh, we're going to be putting up quite a bit for Extra Life up until the uh, event, obviously. So, <clears throat> all right. Wow, a lot of emails. Holy shit. See? Wow. That's what happens when I can keep track of them during the week. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Uh, Actually, there's a sixth one I'm thinking of. All right. Yeah, well, that's fine. Well. So, Destiny. Um, we've been talking about it for a while. I mean, this is a game that they're really pushing hard on PlayStation. 
Um, you know, they're all excited that Bungie's on PlayStation now, that sort of thing. And for a long time, we've been talking about it. You know, we've seen some stuff at, at a couple of E3s now, and, or at, at one E3. No, both E3s, actually. That's right. Uh, you know, they came on stage with the PS4 reveal and all kinds of things. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. I've never been a Halo fan. I, 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 like I've said many a time, I finished mm-hmm. the, the first game completely and uh, just never a fan of it. I didn't like the feel and I, the story didn't do anything for me. So we never even got a review copy of Destiny. So I picked it up just so I could play it because uh, I knew that our community, there were going to be a lot of people in our community playing it. That's very evident by our, our Facebook traffic right now. It's just pretty much nonstop Destiny talk. Uh, and it's an interesting game it, it, because it's an MMO at, at its heart. You're not paying a monthly fee like most MMOs, but it's an MMO. you know. And, and it's very interesting how they're handling things, though, because uh, there's a level cap of 20, but then you can like earn additional equipment if you're doing stuff in like uh, the Crucible, which is the, the PvP stuff. So you can actually have like level 23, level 24, etc. if you get more items, more loot. So you're officially at level 20, but you're you're kind of upping your level a little bit with the equipment that you have. So it's really odd how they're doing that. <clears throat> and they haven't really... I don't think there's a great ex- explanation of that out there yet, but eh, whatever. So um, <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you anything about the story, not because I don't want to spoil anything, but because I really don't understand the story. Uh, there, I, I don't get it. And I've played through the story stuff now, not all the way through, but I, you know, I went all the way through with pretty much, uh, either Vladrick, Johnny's a boy, Stoffinator, uh, a little bit with AB Dave, but I've, I've also been helping people that are starting out in the game. I've been going back in and, and playing on their fire team to help them get through, which is really interesting because I'm still getting kind of better loot on some of these missions, which is just odd. So it's funny how similar in, in, in a lot of ways this is like Borderlands 2. Because for me, this plays like a great shooter. It's a great FPS. Um, it feels like an FPS. You know, it, it, it doesn't have that weird MMO feel like Dust Fight 14 always had. It really feels like a shooter first, kind of like Borderlands. And they kind of fool you into not realizing that you're actually playing an MMO or an RPG in the background. Um, so you still get the little numbers that pop up when you hit your enemies and that sort of thing. But then the MMO stuff starts coming out a little bit more. And, and we, I talked about this a little bit with the alpha and the beta too, where, uh, you can do these patrols to kind of, gr- and, and that's your grind. So when you talk about, you know, grinding your character, the patrols is really where that happens. So you get into the patrol on like the moon and you get on the surface and you find these little beacons all over the place and they give you stupid missions like go find go find this little cube of flint and you have to find eight of them or whatever. And, you know, you see kill guys, they drop them, you go pick them up and you finish the mission that helps you grind XP or whatever they call it in this game. That stuff got old really, really quick for me. Uh, that was the, the point where I was like, uh Oh, this is MMO. The nice thing is, is we didn't really do a lot of the patrols. I kind of did it on my own for a little while while I was waiting for other people to come online. Um, but, where the where the real heart of the game, I think, is the storyline, the the story missions. You know your progression, and uh, you can play up to three players in your fire team. You can do it alone if you want, or you can uh, you know get people in and and play. And I really do firmly believe that this game is way better when you play with three with all three people. 
uh, even if they're all the same class. And there's three classes to choose from, and you can get some subclasses later on. But <clears throat> playing it alone, the game kind of scales the uh, the difficulty for you. But the problem is, when you die, your teammates can come over and revive you. Even if you're in like these non... There's certain portions you go in where you can't respawn for like 30 seconds. Um... And if you're if you're playing as your as only one player, you just die and you have to start over because nobody's there to re- revive you. So a really big portion of this is the fact that when you're playing with three people, you can go revive each other all the time, and that helps immensely. It, it's it's so important. Um, you know the story stuff again. You've you've got Peter Dinklage as the ghost, that little cube uh, bot that that goes around with you. Uh, we call him Dinklebot. <laughs> Um, and every, it's still funny. Like people are complaining about his performance, but he's a robot. You people, <laughs> he's a robot. He's not supposed to be like, Oh, acting. Uh, I mean, he, he does a good job. He, he's got a lot of dialogue and everything. And then there's, you know, there, there's some cutscenes and that sort of thing to kind of move the story along. But again, I, I don't get the story at all. And I think that's the biggest problem that a lot of people are having with the game right now is that a lot of this stuff isn't explained at all, but at the same time, they're not realizing that this is an MMO. And they talked, even when they originally revealed this game, they said, we want this to be a persistent environment, a persistent universe for 10 years, which I think is kind of crazy. But, you know, when you buy that $90 version, you already get the two DLC packs. And I think this story is going to start getting fleshed out in a lot of these DLC packs, and that's what's going to bring people back, hopefully. That's what they're counting on, at least. So... Instead of spending like ten bucks a month or fifteen bucks a month to play it, you're buying DLC instead. But the nice thing that they've done, is, and I don't know if this happens a lot of their a lot of their MMOs. I know some of them have PvP, but the way they've done the PvP in this <clears throat> is it's a flat out PvP shooter. It's a, you know it's an FPS. It's you know they've got a, a domination mode where you hold three points. They've got kind of a hardcore one. Uh, they've got deathmatch. They've got team deathmatch. All that stuff. And I think that. That one piece kind of brings people back a little bit more than some of the other, other MMOs when you get through all your story elements because they have that level cap on it, you know? So you can go to the PvP and at least get more equipment and everything else to be ready for when you can start leveling up again. Um, <clears throat> now, the funny thing about the PvP, though, is, and I noticed this at E3 when we were playing, this is where the Halo players will ex- excel because I think the PvP plays more like Halo than the actual storyline does like the controls and everything else. And I'm decent in the PVP, but nowhere near as good as some of the other FPS out there. Um, so that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's really tough to describe because I think they've done such an admirable job of making sure that it feels like a shooter. It doesn't feel like an MMO until you start doing some of the grinding. Uh, and I think that's very, very admirable. Um, like I said, this, the story is a little out there. I don't really understand it. I think some of the stuff, uh, some of the mechanics of like the loot you're getting and figuring out what you want to use, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's pretty straightforward, but at the same time, I, I kind of wish they tighten that up a little bit more. Uh, and I say this, I'm pr- probably 45 minutes under hitting the level cap at 20. I'm at 19 and I'm halfway through 19 right now. So for me, that you know, someone that's had so much uh, hesitation to even play this game originally because of that MMO moniker, I've played it for hours. 
and I mean hours. I've, I've played pretty much every mode. Uh, the only thing I haven't done is the strike uh, playlist that gets when I think when you hit level fifteen, fifteen or sixteen, <clears throat> it unlocks the strike playlist, and it's a series of strikes that you can do. And the strikes are where you can actually gain a lot of uh, the really high end and rare loot, uh, the blue stuff. But the thing is, uh, they'll also drop these engrams that, that they're called, and you can go back to the tower, which is kind of your your hub. You can go to the tower and, and this guy will decrypt it for you and that's your weapons. Well, if you get any blue engrams, hold on to them until you hit level 20 and then uh, have them decrypted because uh, they'll, they'll include what's called light. And uh, it'll actually just be a better, wep- better item. So that's one thing that I screwed up on. <clears throat> um, there's a lot still to even get access to in the game, uh, the stuff that's there. Uh, you have to actually go through some of the, uh, the the strikes and some of the PvP stuff to even get to some of the really rare items that you can walk up to somebody right now, like some of the quartermasters, and, and, and look at their stuff. So there's still a lot to attain. The story itself, I think it took me about 10 hours to get through it with everybody. Uh, it was mainly me and Stoffinator and then some other people. <clears throat> like I said, Vladrick, Johnny's a bore of those guys. Um, visually, though, I think, it's, I think it's a stunning game. It visually, just awesome it's beautiful the animation's great it never drops in frame rate i mean it's just rock solid uh really big vistas like you're on the moon you can look up and there's like a space station that's all blown up and you can see the earth uh it's got kind of a day night cycle uh kind of i don't think it's real time but it you'll you'll get some stuff in the dark that sort of thing but there's mmo stuff too like if you're going even going through a mission if you stay somewhere for too long guys will just appear enemies will just like pop up they'll just boom transport in or whatever so you still have that kind of grinding mentality happening in the background it's not a true shooter it's almost like call of duty back in the day where they would have the the respawn lockers you know Mm. if you didn't move forward enough yeah um but at the same time you know even the mission stuff can get a little boring like if you're on the moon you go in for a mission and even on the map it looks like well the first one i did is way over on the left side the the one i'm going to do now is way on the right side but you pretty much land in the same spot and go through the same areas to get to where you're going. You're just going deeper through those areas. So you get that, that feeling of repetition. You get that feeling of deja vu because you've seen a lot of this stuff before. But there's a lot of content. It's just that you don't start in different points. You start in the same spot every time on each planet. So that, I mean, again, it, it's that MMO feel every now and then like, oh, wait a second. I've done this like five times. Uh, they use some of the tools that you see in a lot of these MMOs where... You have to use Dinkle, Dinklebot to decrypt something. So it'll say, like, deploy your ghost here. And he'll come out and, oh, yeah, I need some time to do this. Cover me while I do this. And then you get kind of that horde mode where, you know, they send about five, six different waves of enemies at you. So while he's sitting there with the slowest CPU on a, on a robot, you're defending him while he's trying to get all this information done. And he does that a lot. I mean, you walk in and you're like, oh, crap. <clears throat> you know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but... I hate stuff like that. I do too, and I, I despise it, but I kept playing because the shooting itself is real. I'm freaking sniping. Me. Because the sniping me- mechanic is so well done in this, but again, it's kind of like an evolution of the Halo sniping. But it actually works this time it, to, for me. Wait, was was this the game? I saw somebody complaining that they were like two miles away. They They looked through their sniper rifle. 
at, at some enemy from two miles away and the enemy freaked out and started to hide. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. And that, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> the AI does cheat a little bit. Um, a little? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Well, they hide a lot. Which is funny because you get to you get to learn the AI and you can't set the difficulty as far as I know. It'll tell you if, if the mission difficulty is high or low or whatever based on the three people in your fire team. But yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like I've been doing a lot of sniping because you can clean some guys out before you get in. And that's why I'm doing it. It's not to be sneaky. It's just I can clean these guys out. So yeah, you would, I would even have the long range scope on. I'd bring it up and, and like all of a sudden they would just move behind cover. I'm like, wait a second. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that that does kind of blow. Yeah, I agree, but it's still. I mean, it's still a challenging game. It's a very challenging game. You'll die a few times, you know, and and um, but you know, it's just it's kind of one of those things where you you end up forgiving it a little bit because you're having such a good time with the people you're playing with. Um, but there are. I mean, it, it's not the same experience as going through a story in a single player game, you know. It's mm-hmm. not a really tight story. It's not you're not getting the beginning to end story. You're getting the first chapter of the story. And I think that's what's throwing a lot of people off. I mean, Cripes, I've seen some reviews from bigger sites that giving it like a 6.0. But I, I which is funny in hell because they've never made it a secret that this is an MMO. What do you expect? Yeah. So uh the other thing is their multiplayer mechanic is excellent. <clears throat> like getting people into your fire team, the voice chat in the game, not even using the party system is really well done. Uh, you can actually put it on blended. So uh, you can change the audio setting in the game so that if you're in a party and then somebody joins the game, and they're not in your party. You can change the audio so they can hear you. You can hear them even and, and it's your option and you know, they can't go activate it. So I like how they did that too, because there's certain people that just wouldn't join the party for whatever reason. And we're like, join the party. Um, but the multiplayer aspect of it is really well done, and the mechanics, I think, are very solid. And, you know, there's a lot of playroom here. You can go kind of go do what you want. You don't have to stay on the mission the whole time. You can go screw around and kill a bunch of guys and grind whatever you want to do. You, there's a lot of – and here's the other complaint that we've, we've got, actually. Stoff and I, agree, and I agree on this one. <clears throat> for this kind of a game and for the vastness that's available, there really isn't a lot of stuff to collect. Like, they actually go find and collect. There's a lot of loot drops, that sort of thing, but um, every planet has chests that you can find that have loot in them. But I think it's only, like, five chests per planet. So you, there's all these caves you can go look at, and you're like, oh, a cave. There's never anything in these caves. Uh, the other thing is there's these dead uh, ghosts that you, can, that you can collect as well, which I think is funny that you call them dead ghosts. Isn't that kind of a... Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um... But you can find those and collect them too, and that helps you advance the story. So that's the other thing that I don't like personally is that to advance the story, instead of telling you or explaining the story in the game, which this is supposed to be a humongous game, do it in the game. Instead, you unlock these grimoire cards, and they want you to either use the mobile app or go to the website and read these cards to kind of expand on the story in the universe. I don't want that. This isn't some straight out FPS that you want to get through in six hours. It's all about the exploration and everything else. So like get the story all out in the game, you know, I don't want to have to go read this stuff when I'm not playing the game. I want it all in the game. 
when it's something that's this big. Uh, so I don't like the Grimoire card thing at all. I think it's kind of stupid. And uh, honestly, it's kind of clunky. Uh, I went and looked at it, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <clears throat> so, And I'm going to get shit for this on Twitter, I'm sure. Ah, blah, blah, it's easy. You just go here and go there. I didn't like it, though. I don't like it. But with all that said, <clears throat> um, I think it's a pretty cool game. It does have that feeling of Halo a little bit when you're in the uh, when the uh, PvP stuff. But uh, I think it's very well done. I think it's beautiful. I think the controls are really tight. I saw somebody complain about the controls the other day, which I think is just ludicrous. Uh, I think it controls fantastically. Um, I don't know. I think Kyle's doing the written review. I have to talk to him to see if he's still doing it. If not, I'll do it. But uh, right now, I think so far, I think the game is an 8.0. Uh, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And it's obvious. I mean, even with the complaints, I'm still playing the hell out of the game. And I want to go in and actually get to my level 20 cap, which I never in a million years thought I would do. I, I thought I would get bored with it and stop. And I'm, I've, I've been helping other people out, like I said. Uh, A.B. Dave is, was only at like level four, and he's like, I have nobody to play with because everybody's been playing. I'm like, no, I'll get in and play with you. And, and I'm still leveling up. It just goes slower, obviously, because I'm on the, the lower missions. But... I was having a good time. I, I, you know, I was like, "Oh, go here, do this." These guys are going to come at us now, and because you kind of knew each mission what was going to happen, uh, the difficulty is dynamic, but the actual content is pretty similar for the missions. Like when you go back and play them, they're they're similar in what's going on in each mission. So, but I think it's cool. Good variety of enemies. Um, some insane boss fights. Uh, that gatekeeper up on top of the endless staircase thing it's called. Holy crap! First time we fought him, it took us a good 20 minutes. Uh, and it's funny to go back as a level 19 to these early things and he just blow away the boss in like five shots. Because <laughs> 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 Stoffnighter and I were helping somebody one day and we were just like, it was one of his friends. And we were both leveled up pretty far. And we, we were like, oh, remember this guy? He was a bastard. Hit him with our higher level weapons. We're like, holy shit, he's down already. <clears throat> so... Yeah, uh, you know, if, if you're a Borderlands fan, you've got all the loot drops and you've got a ton of that stuff to deal with. Uh, if you're an FPS player, it is it is pretty fun. It's it's very adept. It's 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 an FPS first, in my opinion, uh, and an MMO second, um, and it, it feels good. So, yeah, not perfect by any means, but it ain't a six point oh. That's ridiculous. That's just someone trying to get attention, in my opinion, at least. Hmm. Yeah. But I guess just realize that it's an MMO. Realize that the story is not going to be fleshed out yet. Realize that it's going to rely on DLC for years to come, uh, and that's what, how the how the model that is the, that's the model they're using. They're not using a monthly fee. They're using DLC. So as long as you can accept that and understand that, I think you'll you'll enjoy the game quite a bit. And join our clan. We have a lot of people in the clan, um, and that helps you find people to play with. Because you can go right in the interface and uh, you can find people that are online and join up with them. So check it out. Yeah. Since the thing, I didn't, I I don't have the money for it right now, so I didn't get it. But yeah. I, it's one of those things where I was, I was kind of iffy on it when we first saw it a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was like, nah. So but was I. This past year. When the press conference started with it, and I didn't realize it was Destiny, and I'm seeing yeah. this whole thing, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This story looks so cool, and this, I want this. What is it? Oh, it's Destiny? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. See, but that's my biggest problem is that, and I don't know if it was because people were on the party were always talking during the story stuff or what, but I really don't know what's going on in the story. But I do like the fact that 
they don't really put any restrictions on you. Like you can go if you see something on the on the horizon, you can go there. Like it's the 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 planets themselves are humongous in terms of what you can actually do and where you can go. But aren't they kind of empty? Isn't that something I've no? Been well, it is and it isn't. I mean, there's caves to look through and try to find stuff, but no, I mean, enemies but like will just in pop terms up. Of, well, all right, so enemies pop up, but other than that, it's just devoid of life, essentially. I don't no, I don't agree with that because um, there's actually other people from the public on these as well, doing their own thing, and then what'll happen is every now and then a public event will pop up, so it'll be like this really big boss character, and. Anybody that's on the server that's in the area can hop in and try to get in on the XP that you can gain by actually taking this boss down. And they're not easy. Hmm. So stuff like that will happen too. But like I said, you know, if you want to go out and explore, don't expect it to just be empty because the game will just pop enemies at you every now and then. So, yeah, it's – I don't think it's devoid of life at all though. There's stuff to find. And the thing is, I mean, if you do a patrol – um, there's always a beacon to find to give you a, a purpose for doing something. But at the same time, you can just play it on your own and do what you want to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's not perfect. But I'm enjoying it more than I expected to enjoy it, by far. Um, I am not an MMO guy, though, so I can't really speak to the mechanics of the MMO-ness of the game. You know, I'm not an expert on MMOs. Um... I'm not a Borderlands 2 player. I played it for a couple hours, that sort of thing, but I'm not an expert on Borderlands 2 or any of those other games, so I can't really speak to that. I can only speak to how I feel about the game and how many hours I've played, which I've played a lot of hours of the game. I probably put about 16 hours into it already. So, which is, I never in a million years thought that would happen. Every time I've seen this game, I'm like, oh, it looks great, but it's an MMO, eh. So I took a chance on it, but like I said, I, I'm definitely having more fun with it when I play with other people that I know. So that that's a big part of it. When I get on with Vladrick, with Johnny's a boy, with with Dave, with um, uh, uh, what's his name? Shit, God, there's a bunch of people. I mean, there's Stoffinator, there's a uh, uh, Red Fiver, there's um, uh, I can't remember the other guy. I'm sorry, dude. Um, yeah, but I mean, I've been getting on with a lot of people on my friends list and, and it's made it 10 times better than playing it alone. And I did play it alone for a while. So yeah, but it's funny. Like everybody on Twitter, how is it? How is it? How is it? I'm like, well, we do this thing called a podcast. So listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) And I stream some of it. Uh, there's some stream replays you can check out. I got to put some up on YouTube too. Uh, so I'll probably try to do that tomorrow, but yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. Hmm. We'll see how long I like it, but I like it. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> yeah. All right. PayPal. I think we got a couple this week. Let me take a look. I guess I should have pulled that up ahead of time. Let's see. It's the 15th. So. Okay. Uh, we did that one. That one. Here we go. Uh, so from Scotland. Aye, we got some money from Scotland. Uh, Graham McGregor. That is, you can't that have. That is a Scottish name. You can't have more of a Scottish name than Graham McGregor. <laughs> That's awesome. 
sent us uh, 10 bucks. Says, hey guys, love the podcast and Twitch streams from Grambo1977 in Scotland. Now, I wonder awesome. if he's going to go vote for or against leaving uh, the United Kingdom. They're putting that vote up in a few days. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, if you don't watch it, there's a show on HBO, John Oliver, uh, uh, last night, or what was it, last week tonight? Yeah. Oh, my God, that show's amazing. It is. <sighs> Ten times better than The Daily Show's ever been. Just so good. But that's what, that was this week as they were talking all about that. So thank you, sir. Thank you for the ten bucks. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see yes. here, and then from Dean Hofer sent us two bucks. Thank you, sir. Cool. Yeah, and I think that's it for the week. Yeah, the other ones from monthly. And we thank those people too. The yes. the fine folks that set up a monthly payment uh, to just come in automatically. We thank you so much. That money is going to go to good use for Extra Life next month. Uh, to pay for my gas driving 16 hours out to New Jersey. Because mm-hmm. we just have to go to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Hey, your Eagles are making a comeback. Holy shit. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they... <laughs> they were getting <laughs> while you were the finishing up there. Yeah, but while you were finishing up there, they um, they were at second and goal on like the 10-yard line. Yeah. And... <laughs> They had a penalty, and then it was second and goal from the 20-yard line. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's just frustrating. So it's a handoff, and he ran, Sproles ran in for a touchdown. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of backfired on Indianapolis, yeah. and tie, they tied it up. So. Well, cripes, the way the, the Jets were romping on the Packers yesterday, oh. First first quarter, we're all just sitting there going, this is going to be a long day. And we had four obnoxious Jets fans that flew in from New York sitting next to us. Just obnoxious college guys. And uh, everybody wanted to strangle them. You could just see it in everyone's eyes. Just shut up, shut up. Well, then the Packers made this humongous comeback in the second half. And uh, all of a sudden, they sat down, and they were really quiet. And I put it up on Instagram, too, a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, these guys got really quiet all of a sudden. So we were telling, like, come on, guys, stand up. You were standing up all the first half. Stand up. Fuck you. Like, oh, I see how it's going to be. <clears throat> so a lot of good-natured ribbing, but, yeah, that was that was crazy. And by the way, everybody doesn't need to freaking attack me all the time. Like, I'm a Packer fan. I don't go out and say, we're going to crush you. You never see smack talk from me. I don't do it. But everybody decides that they have to, like, beat up on me. Like, fuck your Packers, blah, blah, blah. Bear down. Uh, who day or who dad or <laughs> who's my dad? I don't know, whatever. F you. I, I'm, I'm just a fan. Jerks? I have feelings. <laughs> Words hurt. Just saying. Uh. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's dig into this mountain of emails. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. All right. The first one is from Robert. Robert. Two, yeah, Robert. Uh, well, there's a reason. Okay. Uh, oh, I guess we can't I'm make right fun of him. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's Inga from Sweden. Yeah, yeah I'm from Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Hi, hey, guys. I'm writing from a hospital bed in Stockholm, oh, Sweden. No. 
hospital bed. Does he have Stockholm syndrome? Oh, two tsunami. Oh, but I thought that's what that was. <laughs> that's where you get it. That's my understanding. Of course, from Stockholm, Finland. Ah, sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Old diehard ref- reference there for y'all. I I had a kidney and a pancreas transplant. So Holy no more shit! Dialysis or diabetes when I'm done. Wow. Wow. That's some work, man. Uh, I'm currently on PS3, PS4, and Vita. And beside the small screen on the Vita, I love them. The small screen. Well, it is small, but for a handheld, it's humongous. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to your old shows to keep me company and realized, well, I hope I was here. No, I hope I wasn't here. Well, it depends on Uh, how old he was listening to. If you're listening to Jared ones, I'm sorry. And I realized that you know a lot of people. And I am dying to hear something about Fallout 4. Huh. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's on the moon. <laughs> uh, were we allowed to say that? I don't If we weren't, we were. just cut that out. I'll, I don't, I'll write it down, but I don't know if I'll. Yeah, because remember when we were talking about uh, <laughs> uh, Counter Spy, where the whole, there was that whole program to yeah, launch yeah. nukes at the moon? Yeah. In in the Fallout universe, they did it, and uh, and that's where the whole thing takes place on the moon. That was that's that why we you kept E three. Well, that's why we kept talking about it when we were talking about Counter Spy because we were <laughs> kind of hinting, kind of beating around the bush there. Uh, you know, so boy on the moon. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, if you have any who, new gossip, who publishes um, those? Is that two K or is that Bethesda? It's. Uh, Bethesda. Yeah, they never tell anybody anything. No, they don't. <laughs> we know. It's funny. We are really friendly with the PR team at Bethesda. Like, we know people at Bethesda, and they won't even tell us anything. And, and we go out yeah. drinking with those people, and they won't tell us. Yeah. They're very, very secretive. It's a shame, because I knew a girl that worked there when we were in college. Oh, yeah? Uh, and Yeah, we were in Northern Virginia. She oh, lived yeah. in that area, and she worked there. Uh, in the summer. Wow. And she's, I, th- I told that before at some point, cause she's the one, she got me the, uh, Wayne Gretzky hockey, um, oh, nice. for the PC. And I didn't even have a PC that could run it oh, at the time. Right. I didn't have a PC at the time. I had an Apple two C <laughs> and I was like, well, eventually I'll have a PC. And I had a job somewhere where it was a lot of sitting around and I brought it to the job. Yeah. And there were like two guys there it was me and two guys and the two guys were never there and I was playing it. And one time they came in and I was like, uh, and they were like, Oh dude, cool. Let me, let me try this. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're good. <laughs> so yeah, we played that a lot. <laughs> um, and that, I love that game because it was a completely top down game and your characters were, you could see like their head and their shoulders yeah. and a stick. And that was basically it. Well, that was, that was a lot of sports games around that time. But this one ugh, it was so good. It really was because I don't know. It's just something about the way I played and you could customize all your teams and create all your teams. So I had like all these teams of, um, like the 1970 Bruins or 1975 Bruins and 75 Flyers, mm. you know, and you'd have all these crazy teams on there and it was just so much fun. Nice. Uh, but she, she got that for me because I just 
completely out of the blue. She she comes over one day. She's like, "Oh yeah, I got this for you." I was like, "Wait, well, what?" She's like, "Yeah, we had them. We had a bunch of them at work, so I just picked one up and nice. figured you'd want it." <laughs> wow. So yeah, but she doesn't work there anymore. Aww. And it's been what. 20 years <laughs> holy crap they're 20 very, years they're a very different company now that Zenimax owns them anyway a little bit yeah 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 so yeah we have no gossip uh no we don't that's one of the few that like you can sometimes get out to the bars with some of the the pr people or even some producers and you know have a few drinks and lips get a little looser and they'll tell you something in confidence not with Bethesda. They won't say shit. They are so tight-lipped. Uh, so he he finishes up with, uh, I also bought the Steel Series H wireless nice. headphones on your recommendations, and they were great. They are. They're awesome. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> what? You're not using the microphone, though, so you're just using them to listen? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm painting over Extra Life because I love those Steel Series so much. But those skull candy, play, the, skull candy yeah. player ones are a little more uh, the foam on them and everything because the Steel Series cover your ears up and, and they kind of keep a lot of the noise out. But the skull candies, the way they are, you can hear a little bit more that's going on. And I think that's what I wore last year. And, and the thing was, you know, because you're trying to talk to me or I'm trying to talk to you every now and then, that it makes it really difficult when you can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. On the outside, so I'm I'm painting over which pair I'm going to use. And I'm probably just going to bring both, but I don't know. I because I love them both too. I think the Steel Series obviously sound better, but they're also like almost double the price. Uh, the the Player Ones are one sixty nine right now, and the Steel Series mm-hmm. I think are still three hundred bucks. But they're worth it if you have the money. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll probably bring both pair because I'm I can't make a decision. <laughs> uh, he says keep up the good work and I'll send you some dineros for extra life nice dude you've got dineros left over after kidney and pant- dude, pancreas dude he's, he's in a country where uh, healthcare is all from the government oh that's true they paid him to get that done yeah probably uh, and his PSN ID come on people do it uh, it's Robbert R-O-B-B-E-R-T <laughs> underscore 79 there we go and, and quick recovery sir Yes. Oof, that's a- and it was Skikat from Min iPad. That's what it says. It does. Uh, and, and speaking of which, I just saw this uh, article on BBC that Apple releases a U2 album removal tool. Yeah, everybody was bitching because, uh, because they gave it everybody downloaded a- automatically. Oh, without did it? People's permi- without people's knowledge or permission, it downloaded automatically to their devices, and they're like, what the fuck? How do I get this off of here? Well, that's the thing. You know, I'm not going to bitch about a free album, whatever, but I hate you, too. Well, yeah. I hate that band. No, I like you, too, but oh, I, I don't know. That, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of funny that, I mean, it's fucked up that you just do it automatically without people's knowledge or permission. That is pretty messed up. I mean, even though it's something for free, people might not want it. it you know, mine? people might not have the room for it. I don't think it downloaded on mine because I haven't had iTunes open for a week. I never use iTunes for anything except for putting the data in our MP3 before I upload it. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't use an and, iPad for anything or an iPod or whatever. And users who remove the album and do not download it again before the 13th of October will be charged for the, for the 11 <sighs> tracks if they subsequently try to add them again. Yeah, no thanks. Hope I'm not bugging you. Yeah. Hope I'm not bugging you. I well, hate Bono so much. It, oh, I hate Bono. Well, I like you too. The Edge, quote-unquote. He's a good guitarist. He actually is. He's, he's a very talented guy, but I just hate Bono. You too holds a special place for me, yeah. just because of the time and the the. I mean, see, it's it's the same thing for me, but my hatred is for the time and everything. Because that's when uh, I was working at the radio station; they were so heavily played, and I, ooh, I just hated those songs. <laughs> they were just one of those first new type bands that had a different kind of music at the time, and it was, you know, it was. Boy was a good album. October was a good album, and then and then the whole uh, the whole Sunday Bloody Sunday thing at Red Rocks, yeah. which was huge. I mean, that was on MTV, and that really broke them through even bigger at the time. So I don't know. I mean, I, I go back and forth with them, but I have a friend uh, who it's funny. Like I was. I was as into the alarm as he was into U2 at the time. <laughs> and of the course, alarm I can handle, U2, blah. The alarm kind of went away. I mean, yeah. Mike Peters has been back and he's been doing things, and I've seen him a bunch of times recently, uh, even doing new alarm stuff with uh, other guys and all. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, right? oddly enough. Um, but U2 never went away, you know, know and U2 kept going. And my friend, he is still as into them as he ever was. Every tour that they come, he pays the money to be like in the ring. Bucks. Yep, and he goes to every single show in you know because he's in Miami, so he goes to all the shows there. He'll drive up to Atlanta or wherever. He'll go see them multiple times on those tours at the really crazy expensive God. seats because he loves. And I can them. go see the Reverend Horton Heat for twenty one dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, though, that, I mean, they've been around since, like, 1980, late 70s, and, and they're still freaking but going. Bono is the biggest turd in the world. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> opinion. I, 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 I cringe when I hear, like, a bunch of their music, uh, just because, it, like I said, it, it was in such heavy rotation at the radio station I was working at, and... Ugh. Uh, what is that? I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh, I fucking hate that song so much. Yeah, that I hate it as much as Bon Jovi played. Um, but the one, what album was it? I think it was it was Joshua Tree. No, it was the one that came after Joshua Tree, and I can't remember what it was. Um, whatever it was, I really like that album a lot. Yeah. That was one of my favorites from them. But uh, I was. Where was I? I had just come back. I had just moved back from South Carolina and I was living with my mom for a couple months. Yeah. And she was in this house, like on the second and third floor. And this dude lived on the first floor. And was his name Luca? <laughs> this fucking guy. He had no job. He had no money and basically pushed off the rent 
uh, kept telling the landlord, oh, I'll get it to you, I'll get it to you, I'll get it to you. Yeah. And then finally skipped town in the middle of the night. <laughs> I may have to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So this fuck, like, my mom was moving out. And I was going to move in with two friends of mine to somewhere and we didn't know where. And I said, well, this place is perfect because it's got these bedrooms here on the second and third floor. I love the place. I won't have to move. I'll stay right here in this room. You guys can just move in. It'll be awesome. She wouldn't do it. The landlord wouldn't do it because she had such a bad experience with the guy downstairs. She didn't trust us. Oh boy. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, my mom, she'd been here for this long. I have a good job. I'm making money. I could pay it all on my own. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. Wow. But, but this guy, he, he came in every fucking day at the same time and would crank up the music as loud as he possibly could. So that it was like, it was playing right next to my ear, (laughs) that album over and over and over again, all summer long. At that point, you walk into his apartment and pull John Belushi and just like, take the the, the radio oh. bash on the wall and just walk oh, out. I wanted to. I, I got so fucking sick of that album and it was one of my favorite albums before uh. that. It just Even now when I hear it, I, I get a little bit of a cringe. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because I just, I heard it literally five times a day all summer long because I was working uh. weird hours and whenever I was there, he was there. Uh. And it sucked. That's because he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want anybody to hear him touching himself. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. all right. On to the next one. Finally, on to email number two from Jag <laughs> Singh from Manchester, England, England. Hmm. Uh, and he says, "Do you guys know why I can't? Why can't I purchase classic PlayStation games through the PlayStation Store on PS4?" <laughs> kind uh, regards, Jay Singh, Jag Singh. Manchester, UK. Because there's this thing called PlayStation Now that they're going to try to make you do it with. Yeah, because the PlayStation 4 can't Probably. play original PlayStation games. Yeah. At least not yet. Right. Not that we know of. And they probably won't waste the resources building that in when PlayStation Now is coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's your reason. <laughs> your most likely reason. You can get some PlayStation 1 games on the Vita, though. That's true. Yeah. And I got a crap ton on the PS3. I just bought uh, Rage Racer today. Got it for three bucks. Never had it before. Or Mm. I think I had it and maybe, I don't know what happened to it, but I didn't have it on my list. So I picked up Rage Racer for the PS1. Uh, It's obscene how many of the quote unquote PS1 classics I have. I bet it is. I have a bunch of them too, though. I'm looking, well, my, my game list here, which I know is incomplete, says 81. <laughs> I know it's over 100. Yeah. Uh, wait, how many physical PS1 games do I own? Hang on. 253. <laughs> Holy <Jesus>, shit. <laughs> and he wonders why he never has any money. That's true. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, next email from Alfonso Boxhill. Ooh, Alfonso. Hello, I'm Alfonso. That's Glenn. Yeah. Glenn at psnation.org.com. <laughs> uh, hey, Glenn and Josh. As always, the show gets better and better 
Josh, you have to persuade Glenn to make it longer. <laughs> I don't stop him from making it longer until he starts you do lingering at the, at the end. end. You do. You cut me off at the end every time. Well, all this stuff to like, talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you're just kind of meandering around, I'm just going to stay over here and talk about nothing. That's the fun of it. Oh, All right. Did you guys hear that David Faustino, Bud Bundy, is doing a spinoff of Married with Children mm-hmm. following him and his family? Yeah, I heard about that. Plus, how do you guys feel about the Simpsons and Family Guy crossover in season 12 premiere of Family Guy? I'm excited as hell for it. Will you be excited when it's released September 22nd? Yeah. Oh. Did you also hear about the other crossover they're doing? (laughs) Futurama. Futurama. Because they've run out of ideas. That's what they said. (laughs) Well, no, it was great because uh, Graining was like, yeah, I had to have have this really weird meeting with the people behind Futurama. So I sat myself in a room and... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It looks cool, joked. They joked about it saying, you know, yes, we finally run out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, I th- uh, they showed five minutes of it uh, at uh, Comic Con, and they put it out. And what I saw was funny, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I like how they get into Springfield. And they're like, "Wow, there must be something wrong with the water here. Everybody, everybody looks like they've got liver disease because everybody's yellow." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it looks good. Yep. Yeah, the Bud Bunny thing. I think that's going to be on FXX. I, if I remember right. Is it a true spinoff of the show? It's Bud Bundy. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if it's. They, they, I don't know if they're filming it or not, but that's the word. Uh, I, I think it's a done deal. I believe. Oh, I hope they do because they can actually even get. Um, uh, what's his face? Ed O'Neill. Alan Pegg. And, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if they could get like him and oh, they could get all of them yeah, back. Yeah. I mean, everybody's alive and everybody absolutely loved that show. Yeah. It was their one of their favorite things they've ever done. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool if they could pull something off like that. Oh my gosh, I could see them doing all kinds of drop-ins. Oh, they, they walk in so and call Grandmaster cold. B or Grandpappy <laughs> P. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be cool. Uh, I'd heard about it. I like I said, I don't know if they're filming it or taping. Um, I, I really don't know anything else about it, um, but I did hear that it, it was happening or supposed to be I, happening. I saw one early this morning, like seven thirty or so, with uh, the one where Gary uh, Al's boss, Gary, uh, start who's a woman. Just to preface this yeah, for yeah. people, um, uh, starts having an affair with Bud. Yeah. Oh my god, which was awesome. <laughs> Actually, it's not even on his IMDb page yet. And the other one was um, the Dodge finally dies. Uh, so Al has to go get a new car. And um, Jefferson goes to Cuba oh. <laughs> to get him a, a new fuel line or whatever it was yep. that busted on it. <laughs> yeah. So cool. On the Dodge. Yeah, it's not even um, on his. It must, it must be really early because it's not even on his IMDb pages in production or anything yet. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear a name or anything about it. I just heard that it was that they were trying to get it to work or happen and I really hope they do. That that's an awesome idea. Well, I mean, he's been doing a lot of voice work more than anything else. So, it'd be good. I guess he was on Modern Family one episode and I remember the last time I remember seeing him was on an episode of Nash Bridges. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I, I 
I don't think they've really said anything else. I, I saw it on Variety one day because I go to Variety.com every day. Most days. I'm that guy. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Was that the whole email? Did we get through it all? Uh, yes. Yeah, keep up the good work. Yes. All right. Oh, my God. <clears throat> all right. This, this is, is not long. Yeah, this is from Josh Maxwell. It says, hey, Glenn and Josh, I've been listening to the podcast for a few years because I'm too lazy to find another podcast. We'll take it. <laughs> That's half our listeners. <laughs> yeah, no shit. We count on the laziness of internet people. Exactly. I'm one of them. Uh, seriously, though, I can't thank you enough for all the time, effort, and money that you put into the podcast and website. Love your insight and appreciate your op- opinions. My voice is starting to go. I've secretly bookmarked secretly bookmarked the Amazon link so my wife can unknowingly support you. I love your nice. wife. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, questions. Number one. You talked a little about old hockey games last episode, and I was hoping you would hit on Blades of Steel on the NES. Man, I love that game. Best part was that you could fight a player on the other team, and the loser went to the penalty box. Any thoughts on Blades of Steel? Fuck yeah, that was an awesome game. Used to play that all the time in high school. You, Josh? Did you ever play it? Oh, you didn't have a uh, NES. I never had a NES, so I never played it. I God. did just watch the Eagles get an interception, though. Eh, who cares? Um, <laughs> well, you're way um, ahead of me then, because here it is right here, then. There it is. I just saw it, too. Um, yeah, uh, I, no. that and double dribble, my God. I mean, we played those games constantly. See, if... Wait a second. Let me skim the... No, I don't have that. I have ice hockey for the NES. That's Nintendo's uh, game, yeah. Yes. Um, you need Blades will, of Steel in your life. I do. And maybe I could play it for Extra Life on my Retron 5. And maybe Retron 5. Maybe Retron 5. Maybe Retron 5. You want your pizza pie? Maybe Retron 5. My pizza name is Andrea. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you gotta so, you gotta play Blades of Steel. You gotta play. Uh, you need to get a copy of Double Dribble. I would like that too. You need. Uh, oh wait, I have Double Dribble. You need Pro Wrestling with Starman. Uh, I do not have that. You need that game. Um, you need King of the Ring, which is another. Uh, it's like a boxing game. It was an arcade game too. I do not have that. Um, you should get Punch Out, and you can find uh, the Mike Tyson one easily now. It used to be like this really rare thing. Uh, and then I have Mike Tyson's punch. Okay, yeah, because they took Mike Mike Tyson out of it when he had that rape charge, or not the rape yeah. charge, the uh, when he beat Robin Givens up. So wait, what was the wrestling one again? <clears throat> Who in the what now? What was the go back? What was uh, there was Ring King? Ring King. Yeah, it's a really cool game, boxing game, pro wrestling, Nintendo's game. We used to play that constantly. Oh my god, pro wrestling. I need to get okay. that actually. I don't have that anymore. Um. And it's really weird. Like my NES, I, I don't buy NES games very much anymore. I've kind of gotten to this point where that was like, that's the bottom line for me. Is mm-hmm. a lot of stuff I don't play before the NES now. It's, well, not all the time, but that's kind of my limit. Um, gosh. Uh, well, Tech Mobile, my God, Tech Mobile and Super Tech Mobile on the NES, awesome. Uh, oh fuck! I don't have those on there. What the I think fuck? I have them on the Genesis. I have yeah, yeah, they the did Tecmo Super Bowl on on the Genesis and on the SNES, and then Tecmo Super Bowl two on the SNES is outstanding. Um, they did a special edition, 
and it was really rare to get, but it is so good. But they spelled touchdown wrong on the, uh, you know, they have the little signs <laughs> underneath yeah. the crowd, and it says took down. There's no age. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's why even to this day, if we get a touchdown in a video game, we're like, took down. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Um, Black Bass. Actually, uh, the, there's some Tengen stuff on the NES. Uh, they have a Ms. Pac-Man from Tengen that's pretty I have good. That. Um, or I have that on uh, the Genesis, actually. Well, the NES one's really good for the, for the NES. Uh, and also from Tengen, the original RBI Baseball. That's, I mean, it's a historical uh, piece, and they're pretty easy oh, to I get. Not have that. Yeah, uh, and then the Tengen Tetris game, uh, which they cover in Console Wars. Mm, uh, yeah. Nintendo brought Tetris out, and it was just Tetris. Tengen's actually had a two-player mode in it, um, and it was a much better game. It's pretty funny. But yeah, there. I mean, God, we could go over NES games for an hour probably. <clears throat> but anyway, I digress. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, Blades of Steel, classic hockey game. And even a guy that, like me, that didn't really know hockey very well. I mean, my, my friends and I, all of us nerds, uh, we would still play that game. And we weren't even sports nerds, like hockey especially, but it was such a good game. Uh, number two. The real reason I'm emailing you, oh, here it comes. (laughs) Here it comes. The real reason I am emailing you is to see if you would provide some background information on the Extra Life program and how PS Nation got involved. Whoa. Uh, seems like such a great cause, and it would be great to hear more. I hope it keeps growing and growing. My PSN is Norse Attack. One word, N-O-R-S-E-A-T-T-A-C-K. Renbaum, yo. I think we are friends, so maybe we'll play some time. Uh, thanks, and keep up the amazing work. Um, so Extra Life, <clears throat> um, Sarcastic Gamer started it. It was really uh, Doc, uh, Jeremy Adams started it um and originally it was just through uh, a hospital in texas the children's hospital in texas and it was because uh he knew a girl that uh went through a lot and she ended up passing away and he kind of wanted to do something uh kind of in her memory and uh, i don't listen to other gaming podcasts i never really have just because i don't want to be skewed by anything i hear etc etc so i just i honestly just don't listen to them and I've become pretty good friends with uh, Rothbart, Sean, from he used to be on the Sarcastic Gamer Blue show, the PlayStation show. And uh, he was telling me about it, that they were like starting this thing up and uh, that we should get involved. And I'm like, well, you know, take a look at it. And this is back in the Mark days. So, you know, getting Mark to do anything, well, come on. <clears throat> but uh, we, yeah, we decided to get involved just to help out our friends at Sarcastic Gamer and, and, um, I'm trying to remember the first year, I think, is when I, I was supposed to go to Mark's to do it, and it snowed really bad, and I couldn't make it down there. So I did it at my place with, like, a webcam, and that was it. Like, I didn't have anything to stream, nothing. <clears throat> so I just put a webcam up on the TV, and I had Little Big Planet for the PS3 I had early, and I was allowed to show it. So I put the webcam on my laptop, like, up on my TV, <laughs> and I was playing Little Big Planet, and... uh we did okay. I mean, we didn't raise a lot because it. I, we just didn't know what we were doing or nothing. You know, we're just like, hey, donate. And I don't. I can't even get to the website anymore because that original website's gone now. But uh, I mean, that, that's pretty much what was behind it. But so we've been doing it since the beginning. Um, I'm really good friends with Jeremy. We t- we were actually emailing back and forth today uh, about some stuff for Extra Life this year. Uh, 
you know, we were the first ones to do the raffle. A few other people have done it now, and, and uh, it, it's, it helped out quite a bit when we started doing the raffle. And, uh, you know, we're trying to make it bigger and bigger every year. <clears throat> but, you know, we have to rely on, on these companies to send us prizes and everything. But, you know, it, it, it got bigger and bigger, and, and you could start playing for the hospital that, of your choice instead of just uh, the one in Texas. And um, so one year we played for Freightert in Milwaukee. And that's when we were kind of partnering up with uh, uh, Welcome to the Goo uh, with our friends uh, Scott Sauer and, and Adam and uh, and Leo. I don't think Leo was on them at the time, but we kind of yeah. got some of the, uh, the VG Evo uh, community involved and some of the podcasts did it. Uh, and we actually we were the top we, – we put Freighter in Milwaukee in the top 10 money raised. And that's when – the charity kind of took notice. They're like, what the hell happened here? Like how did Milwaukee, Wisconsin do so well? And it was because of our awesome community. Um, I mean, we just kicked ass, you know, and, and we've done that every year. We've, we've done really well. And, and it's because of this great community that we, that we've, that's kind of built up around us. And um, yeah, every year they surprise me because every year I'm like, well, maybe we should just do this. And I don't know if we're going to do okay. And, I mean, we got it. We had a, a speed bump last year because the, those assholes were doing a DOS attack on the extra life site. But um, no, it's 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 you know out of necessity we started playing for uh, children's specialized out in New Jersey because Josh couldn't make it out here. Um, so we did it for the hospital in Marshfield where I lived one year, and then we switched over to Josh's because we were going to go back and forth. That was the original plan, and. Colette and Caitlin and everybody out in New Jersey are freaking so awesome to work with that we just started yep. working and with them. And cupcakes and stuff. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> those were – oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, we work quite a bit with those guys. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just something that we believe in, and, well, at least I do. I, I kind of force Josh into it. Yeah, I, I don't – I fuck <clears throat> the kids. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> So we didn't no. do a visit last year, but the year before we did a visit, and uh, Bildo came along with us, um, and we got some pictures out there. I do want to try to get over there this year again and, and yeah. kind of do a visit. Be but nice, yeah. Um, it, it's it really changes your perspective. I mean, you can you can talk all you want about how sick these children are and everything else, but until you actually go and hang out with the kids and and um, and have them beat you at a Mario game. <laughs> have them beat you at a Mario game. Or uh, I remember the one that rolled by us. I can't remember his name, but he's like, don't mess with my stuff. <laughs> Start doing the whole thing like I got my eyes on you and everything. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but just to see, you know, what the team does there and, and, you know, how they work with these kids and where this money's going. I mean, like I said, Children Specialized especially is, um, is all nonprofit. So they rely on donations to do anything. And, um, it, it it really is. It's it's eye opening when you go to these places and check this stuff out, and uh, it it makes you want to try harder. At least for me, it did. So, but that's that's kind of where it came from. I hope that was enough of. I don't know. Did I miss anything, Josh? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had some fun times. We did it at Marks one year, and um, the marquee came down, and that's when people were, we were allowing people to pay to have. Mark or I play a game that we'd normally not play. And those yeah. assholes made me play Kingdom Hearts 2 for an hour. That's right. And the the first hour of Kingdom Hearts 2 is excruciating. It's so even people that are Kingdom Hearts fans are like, "Oh, that's that's not a good first hour." I think at that time 
because I still wasn't on the podcast yeah. at that time. I wasn't really doing much of anything. But I think at that time I was just playing stuff with other VG Evo people. We were doing <laughs> a bunch of SingStar and stuff like that. Nice. And just things like that online just as part of the whole, hey, let's all get online and play and do our thing. Yeah. <laughs> that year was funny because um, Mark's wife, Jesse, for some reason had it in her head that we should start Friday night. Mm, yeah. And I had that Friday off so we could go set up everything in all the technical stuff. And I'm like, are you serious? Because you're both going to be working all day Friday and then come home and then we're going to start a 24-hour marathon after that? It'll be fine. And then about halfway in, everybody's like, oh, we should have done this. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I tried to take a nap before, which I got like maybe an hour. <clears throat> but I remember like starting at 8 o'clock on Friday night or something and, and playing and playing. And Jesse, I think for half of the marathon, played Uno. Just nothing but Uno. <laughs> and then I got on and joined for a while. I think I actually fell asleep a little bit during Uno. And, and But we were just playing Uno like crazy because it came up for the PS3. I think I want to do that. I want to play that on the 360 because that was one of the first games I actually, downloaded on there. I played the fuck out of Uno on the PS3 or on the 360. So did I. And the PS3 one's good. It, it, it's it. I, I really like the PS3 one too, but... Yeah, uh, w- w- that was one of the games I played probably the most on the 360 was Uno. Um, so I remember Jesse playing that like nonstop, and I think she was playing with S- was she playing with Scott's wife a lot with Sarah. I can't remember who she was playing with. Oh no, it was uh, I think it was Terry's wife, um, Christine. I think they were, but I, I think Jesse probably played at least 12 hours of Uno. Which my God, that's so boring after a while. Uh, but I remember having to play Kingdom Hearts. The Marquee was there, so we got some really good Warhawks action in. Um, but it was funny because we all got done with the marathon Saturday night at 8, obviously, and none of us could sleep. <laughs> so we were all jacked up. <clears throat> so we put the first G.I. Joe movie in, the Blu-ray. Because <laughs> it came out like that week, and we put it in to watch it, and we all watched it. And, and toward the end, all of us started kind of fading. And we finally were like, all right, we got to go to bed. And we did, it was like Jonestown, like everybody was just <laughs> sleep where you lie, just boom, done. <clears throat> so, yeah, th- th- we've had some we've had some crazy experiences for extra life. I mean, the ones we did at jo- we've done at Josh's house were were a lot of fun. The one we did in Joel's basement, man, that was hilarious. That was crazy, and especially well because uh, Nine Volt and Cracker Jack showed up, and I mean, yeah, they're so much fun to have along with us, no matter what, and. I wish we had video of Cracker Jack when they started doing that. What was it that the? Uh, it's that hip hop DJ game or the, fuck? Was it called rap a DJ rap star or something or, like that? No, <clears throat> rap it? star. <sighs> something rap star. No, I thought it was the one the mic something Mike. No, it wasn't Wait. drop the mic. Wasn't? No, it was. What of a rap star? Mm. But he freaking Cracker Jack is behind us. We couldn't even see him. And he's doing this game and nine volt can't stop laughing. And we're like, what the hell's going on? And we all paused our games and turned around and watched this craziness happen. And that's why cracker Jack is so much fun to have at these things. Cause he don't care. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just, man, that was such a blast. Yeah. We took over Joel's basement and then I remember the first year we did it at your house. You were, I could just see it in your eyes, like all those cables and everything. You're just like, no, <laughs> But what are we going to do? Yeah. 
So anyway. I knew I was just going to fall over them at three in the morning. <laughs> but you didn't. No. Everything was safe. So anyway, that's our extra life memories for this week, I guess. But that's how it all started with Sarcastic Gamer. And uh, Doc, that's his full-time job now is, is, is uh, Extra Life. So I, I talked to Doc quite a bit throughout the year. We, uh, we always meet up at E3 and talk for a while. And uh, just kind of get some strategies. And we're working on something now, which I hope we can get working. We've been talking about it for months, just trying to get things to work. And um, if it does, it's going to be pretty stupendous for a raffle, but I don't want to tell anything yet. Because it's, it's a lot of red tape. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But yeah. So October 25th, yo, get over to that page and... Donate some much. If you donate now, you're in for the raffle already, so don't worry about any time limits. You can get on there and donate today if you want, uh, and join our team if you want, and play with us. It's going to be awesome. But even if you're not on the team, play with us. We need people to hang out with. We need people to talk to in the chat. Um, I'm actually thinking about bringing a monitor and putting the chat up on the monitor so you and I can see it a little bit easier. But you always use your iPad anyway, don't you? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so it might be all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and he says, thanks and keep up the amazing work, Josh Maxwell. So thank you, sir. All right. Uh, the next one is from Thomas <laughs> Harrison Law. From the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Until Scotland leaves. Yes. Well, then they'll still have Northern <laughs> Ireland. and Yes. Yeah. And Wales. <clears throat> and Wales. Poor whales. Yeah. Stam Welsh. All right. So, Fancy Pants Lord here. Uh, he says, hi, Josh and Glenn. Hi. <laughs> Just listen to episode 388. Sorry. Thank you and well done. Always entertaining. Uh-oh. He's going to take umbrage with something. I just like to take umbrage Ooh. with one Ooh, particular I'm phrase. taking umbrage. That I often see on that there internets, and I heard on the latest podcast from a fellow emailer. Uh-oh. Quote, I didn't buy a $400 games console to play mobile games. Mm-hmm. End quote. When referenced to, quote, indie games. Yes. End quote. Uh, oh, shit. And then he's got point. some bullet points. <laughs> uh $400 is significantly cheaper than a new iPad or iPhone. That's a good point. <laughs> it sounds as if someone... Ha- All right, uh, next bullet point. It sounds as if someone has bought a games console without looking into if there are any games on it they wanted. Ooh. You Shit, should he's buy throwing the four- it down. He is. <laughs> you should buy the $400 games console if there are games you want to play on it. Not buy the console and moan that you don't like the offerings. Damn. And third point. Is this what Umbridge is all about? Apparently so. Wow. Uh, it's Is this upper Umbridge or, or lower, lower Umbridge? Which one does always dark. Bundy have to be killed in? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I can't, well, it is the United Kingdom. That's true. Uh, I, I can't help but feel the games industry calling games indie has a negative effect. Uh, I think so, too. It, it to does, To a certain yeah. extent. Uh, as it gives a generic title or almost even a subgenre that does a disservice to some incredible titles. Yeah. That's true. 
Uh, anyway, you guys went in depth on this already, but I just wanted to get my thoughts out there. I believe that with the deluge of larger games coming out in 2015, that this debate will fade away. What do you think? I think it'll always be there because I think indie games are here to stay. Oh, they definitely um, are. And it's always going to be there in the background yeah. and somebody's always going to have a problem with it. Oh yeah. So, but I mean, I mean that's, that's the way it's been in gaming forever. I mean, it, when it when it first started really hitting PCs, I'm not talking about like with the 5200 and 2600, et cetera, et cetera. I think when things started coming out for PC and, and I mean, there was a very big divide between games you could play on the PC and what you could play on the consoles. There was already that kind yeah. of split. And, you know, they're, they're the, the PC master race, everybody calls it now. And, and um, you know, PC gamers would always kind of thumb their nose at consoles. And console players would say, I don't want to, like you say, I don't want to deal with all the bullshit on PC. Um, you know, the indie stuff really hit started hitting hard with Steam. I mean, the indie stuff was always out there. Like, you could go download a shareware game, and if you liked it, you pay them a couple bucks, they send you a diskette. You know, that back in the day before the internet was really even a thing and you had bulletin boards. Um, but I think the indie stuff really started getting in the spotlight when, uh, steam happened because steam gave these independent games a lot of visibility and the Eagles win. Wow. I was watching that. I I saw the little graphic that flashed up that said no team in NFL history has ever gone two and O to start the season after trailing by more than 14 points at halftime Another in record both broke. games. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that was crazy. Anyway, did. so um, I think that's where it all started. And and there are a lot of people out there that are always going to equate anything they see as, quote-unquote, indie as a small little crappy game developed by one person or a couple Cheap. of people. Cheaply yeah. done, you know, not finished, et cetera, et cetera. But <clears throat> again, I say with tools like game dev and like unity and unreal Four, even small teams even individuals can really make a great looking or just a great production value game uh because of these tools available and you know the word game is such a broad concept anyway because solitaire is a game but so is destiny you know and and to try to classify things just because something says indie, I think is is just as uh, it's just as misleading because like like we said last week, Minecraft is is an indie game and boom, they just sold them their studio for two point five billion dollars. <laughs> Are they an indie anymore? Obviously not because now they have a big publisher like Microsoft behind them. So, but the game is the same. Minecraft is yeah. still the same, even though now they're owned by Microsoft. They're not going to change the game that much. The scope might get bigger, but you're, they're not going to – it would be really funny if uh, they like decided to upgrade the graphics and give it an HD re- remake <laughs> and have all these like 1,200 by 1,200 textures and everything else. Minecraft HD. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's the thing is that people need to get that concept out of their head where as soon as they hear the word indie, they just shut off. And until then, it's just not going to be their thing. But there's other people that bought a PlayStation 4 just to play MLB The Show. And that's fine. So, but I do like his point. You know, maybe you should have looked at the games ahead of time. And if you didn't see anything you wanted to play, well, don't buy the PS4 yet. Yeah. But the, at the same time, I'm personally, 
I'm very happy that the indie scene has gotten as big as it has because it helps fill in those gaps between the larger game releases. And it, and it fills those out very, very well. Uh, there's been some great games like SteamWorld Dig and, um, well, Contrast wasn't that good, but uh, SteamWorld Dig and you know, Odd World New and Tasty and, and Octodad was a blast, even though it was a, like, what, three, four hours. But the story was a lot of fun and, and production values, again, were very, very good on that game. And, and uh, it was so unique and so well done. So I personally am very happy about it because you... You know, and the funny thing is, even more, we're going to have a backlog by next year. I mean, people are going to start building those backlogs because the games are going to come out a lot more frequently. By next year, I already have one. Yeah, I kind of do too. <laughs> I, I've been trying to work through a lot of them since I've had the extra time lately. But oh my you know, gosh. that's the thing. You know, that that's another staple of gaming in the last probably twenty years is the backlog, and and it's just going to get crazier because a lot of these games are bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah, I don't know we probably talked too much about it. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the thing is, I mean, we can't say anything else. We People can email us about it every week. We're going to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like it, do something else. Yeah. I, I don't know what uh, else to say. So, uh, b- 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 long email. Sorry. Keep up the amazing work. In the meantime, I'm off to play some Zen Pinball, Minecraft, Oddworld, and Counterspy. Nice. Oh, those and are all indies. That- is hey his PSN ID is THL Network. <laughs> THL Network. That's what it says. Interesting. Or THL Network PSN space PSN. No, then that's not I'm it. Because you can't put a space in your uh, a space in your uh, PSN. Well, I'm assuming he's just saying THL Network is his PSN ID. Yeah, I think that's what. That's it says. my assumption. Yeah. All right. Uh, last email. This is from Steve Duckett. And he says, with a head. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown around the ducats. <laughs> Excuse me, Fred Astaire. Do you have your ducat? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that Battlestar Galactica episode uh, where Fred Astaire was Starbucks' father. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the original Battlestar Galactica. And they're walking around. They're They're... They were either on the rising star or they were on a shuttle to the rising star. And there was some guy walking around with a, a narrow box, plastic box with lights all around it, uh, yeah. on the end of a stick. And he would hold it out in front of people and say, ducats, please. Where's yeah. your duck? Do you have a ducat? He's like, Oh, I gave you my ducat. I always thought that was ridiculous for some reason. Well, It was. And well, just the the word and everything. And a friend of mine that I work with, uh, he saw he's much younger than us. He saw that original Battlestar Galactica for the first time. Yeah, uh, this was maybe ten years ago. And he came in. He's like, "I've been watching that." I was like, "Oh, what do you think?" He's like, "Fred Astaire, man." I was like, "Yeah, isn't that crazy?" He's <laughs> like, "What's with those ducats?" <laughs> And he was just laughing about it all day. He's like, every we go to lunch, he's like, do you have enough ducats for that? <laughs> he was just using it for days. He thought it was the most awesome thing. Oh, jeez. And and it's so awesome that Steve has that as his last name here. Exactly. See? Bring it all around. Uh, he says, with a heavy heart, I just want to pass on this bit of news of the passing of a hardworking member of my household that suddenly passed away. I'll have to play the Hulk music in the background. 
Uh, yes, my launch 60 gig PS3 finally kicked the bucket last night. That's amazing. I still have my launch 60 gig. Uh, Dude, while how often do you use it? Actually, more than you'd think. Because that's actually the only PS3 I've had in this apartment since I got here because I wanted PS2 game compatibility. Yeah, mine died a long time ago. And I have a backup. I have a 20 gig at home, too. Um, While trying to play the Cap Merc... What the fuck? Oh, Captain America Winter Soldier 3D Blu-ray. Cap Merc. Cap Merc. That's that's a first. Uh, So please ask the community to pour one out for this loyal friend that passed out or passed so suddenly... Clearly, she didn't like the movie. Aw, <laughs> she's the only one. Uh, now I just have to find my beach towel and hair dryer to try a Code 10 resuscitation to get my disc out. Loyal listeners, since don't. the Jared days, wow. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Oh, I've seen this name before. Uh, his PSN, PSN name is Shaky Steve. <laughs> S-H-A-K-E-Y underscore Steve on PSN. So friend bomb him, too. Yeah, no, I uh, and actually I have another 60 gig at home that the Blu-ray drive crapped out on, and one of our listeners sent me a Blu-ray drive out of his PS3 that died. Uh, the power supply died in his. So he took the Blu-ray drive out and sent it to me so I could put it in, the, in that spare one I have. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I don't have, I got nothing for old 60 gigs. Oh, yeah, no, I, uh, uh. Well, I had one die, and, and Sony actually replaced it for me. That's the one I was using last year where the fan was running the whole time. Mm. And that's the one I'll be bringing this year. <laughs> uh, so for Beach Talent Hairdryer, you don't have to do that. You can just open the PS3 up and open the disk drive up. I did that. Yeah, or actually you can Yeah, you can sometimes get it just to spring out, too. You just kind of get under the disk, and it'll pop right out. Yeah, I... Because I went looking for Rock Band 3. I'm like, where the hell? I remember oh that. Oh, my God. And, yeah, I I decided I had nothing to lose at that point. It's busted. It's busted beyond repair. You were looking point. for Rock Band 3 last year for Extra Life. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh. took it all apart, and I looked at the drive, and I looked for, like, a, a pin or something on the drive to open it. And I was like, fuck it. I'll open up the whole drive. And, th- <laughs> dude, there it was. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, you can do that if you really want to. If you're if you're sure it's dead, dead, and you're not going to do anything with it, just take it apart. It's interesting to see the insides of it. I yeah. was always fascinated by what was in there and how they pieced it all together and seeing it. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, uh yeah, it, it sucks. I mean, the, there were the two main problems: the Blu-ray drives just run out after a while, and uh, the power supplies were bad on some of them. But I've been pretty fortunate. I just had that one kind of crap out of me, and Sony bought well, my silence the, and sent me a new one. The other problem was that those those weren't the two main problems. The, the The main problem that everybody kept running into is the similar to the Xbox, where uh they would heat up and the chips would just kind of come unglued. Oh basically. yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened to mine. Um, so yeah. I'm at that point, you know, there's, there's ways to, you get thermal paste and you put it back down, you try and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And right. it just didn't work for mine at all. Yeah. Mine was just gone at that point. I even, I got hold of a replacement power supply and tried that thinking maybe that's the problem. I, 
nothing. Mm. No, it's just dead, dead. It's kind of funny too because Nyko just emailed me like Friday that they're bringing out a fan stand or something for the PS4. I'm like, that's do you fucking need it? absurd. Yeah, no. I'm like, do you, they want to send us one. I'm like, okay, I guess. But I said, I, I like the fact not. that the PS4 is so quiet now. I would never put something on that. No. I never put anything on my PS3. That's just ridiculous. I had a PS3 fan. Uh, I think it was from Nyko, actually. It was a fan that popped on the back, but I never used it because it was so damn loud. Yeah. So. it's. I read somewhere just recently when I saw something about that PS4 fan, somebody was writing, well, the damn PS3 ones were pushing the hot air back into the machine. What? Yeah. Oh, that was a theory, but there's no way. Because the one, at least the one I had, was uh-huh. it was just this bar that you put on the back, and it would just shoot it straight out. It was a straight shot, or on the side. I mean, I, it's just—it was uh, dumb. People, you know, everybody on the internet just thinks they're an expert about everything. Well, it looks <laughs> like that, so that's what it is. Jeez, people, do some research. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, are we done with all this? Yes. Yeah. See, I'm trying to get him to go longer. And he well, won't. what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. See? Uh, it's not worth making the show longer just to make it longer if we don't have anything like significant to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> See? You have nothing. No, there's, there's something. I got something. What? I got something. Um... Something. God damn you. While you uh, think of it, maybe I'll go through this stuff really quick. Hold New York Comic Con is coming. When is that this year? Uh, October 12th, 13th, somewhere around there. Yeah. Keith said he never yeah. heard back. He did, finally. Oh, did he finally? So are, are, who is it just you and him going this year? Uh, Emra. Emra is going. Yeah, okay. he forgot completely to... Go figure. But did he get yeah. taken care of, or do I need he to said, step no. in? He said he's... I think he said he's just buying. T- Emra! Damn it! Yeah. Talk to me, and I'll get it taken care of. I don't think you can at this point. I can get it taken care of. Well, you guys need No, you guys need to talk to me about stuff like I, this. I keep saying that. Reason, I don't know why people are afraid of emailing me about stuff. I got my credentials. I, I know, but it did, like all the time. Nobody Although, ever emails me about stuff, and then they ask me when it's too late. See, I got a big problem there because I got my credentials, but that is the only weekend my brother is going to be up here, and he's going to be in South Jersey mm. with the whole family at his wife's parents' house. Well, uh, they, it, I know. Well, but it's never been like you need to go to Comic Con. That's always I been know. your thing. So it's not mandatory or anything like that. No. But at the same time, it's I, I just I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I need to see when things are scheduled. I I don't know what that does to us because they they know. Well, they check to see if you write anything up. So just go a day. They or check something. to see if you write anything up, but they also know from your badge when you came, when you left. How? Or when you came, at least. They know when you came. How? Uh, they're scanning them, aren't they? Well, they weren't. I thought they were. No. This past year, I thought they were. No, they didn't scan them last year. They just looked Maybe at them. it was the year before. Yeah, we just mm-hmm. walked. Remember, we had to wait in line outside that one day. We waited on the queue room that one day. And you just That's walked true. in. 
That's right. I thought maybe it was the year before. I thought that they were scanning. They, they didn't even scan them when we went up to the media area. They just looked at them. And that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they're just checking what you write up. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like a dick. Like, hey, I got the free pass to extra. Well, to, I mean, that, that's the thing that I keep telling our writers. Like, if they want to get media credentials, that's fine. You know, if you go to PAX or you go to whatever with media credentials, I'll do anything I can to get those taken care of for you. But, but there's you a responsibility because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're supplying us with these credentials, and that's just not a pass for you to go and dick around. You know? Because that's our reputation on the line. But if you want to just go for a day and write some shit. I mean, honestly, for the video game portion of that stuff, you can do it all in a day. Probably. There wasn't that much there. Um, I mean, I'm glad I went because we got all that stuff for uh, Injustice on the Vita last year, which just blew up. It's funny, though, because like the year before that, there was a lot more video game stuff. Like Sony had a big presence there for yeah. the first time. That's the only time I've seen Sony have a big presence there. It was crazy. Um, Christ, I, but, spent, I spent the whole second day of Comic-Con up in that media room just uploading that damn video. <laughs> and the thing is, if we would have waited like 20 minutes later at your house, we would have had that done. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I didn't get enough out of it to make me want to go back, but I'm glad we did because Emmer did such a great job like keeping the Vita in the camera and everything. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it was neat to walk around and all that, but I... Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. And I, I just need to see when things are scheduled because there are game-specific panels and things like that that get scheduled. And yeah, we got to see Mel up on the Marvel panel last year uh, unveil the Doctor Strange table. And that part of the problem is the majority of the big, big panels are on Saturday. So, I mean, I know Keith and Emmer will be there. We, I just need to see because you know, the information slowly trickles out. I finally yeah. I got, a, I got an email from the Adult Swim PR team. Nice. And it doesn't look like the Venture Brothers are going to be there this year. Aww. Uh, it looks like... The, adult, uh, the, the Robot Chicken one last year was great. That's going to be there again. Um, Mike Tyson Mysteries is going to be there. Fuck yes, that show looks so good. <laughs> um, the Heart She Holler is going to be there. Are they going to uh, Black Jesus there? What else? Uh, <laughs> I love that people are getting pissed off about that. I'm like, you know, Jesus was black, right? Because <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget what else. There's there's a really good selection of things that uh, that they're bringing. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I just I have to see. And once we start getting all those emails and and getting an idea of when. Things are going to be there. Who's going to be there? When it's all going to happen? Then I need to kind of make a decision because, yeah. I mean, we were down there once a couple of years ago. Well, I guess two years ago. Mason was not even a year old, and he doesn't really remember that, you know. Sure. And it's his cousins, and they live in Florida, and he are, he he's seen them once. When he was three months old, <laughs> he doesn't remember it. <laughs> then he so, shows up, hey, Tim, hey, Bob. Yeah, it'd be nice to uh, to get them together for for a day. Yeah. Um, I, whatever, it's dude. a whole thing down there. I mean, they, they, they own a farm, basically. Yeah. And 
he builds a trebuchet in in one of the fields and then launches pumpkins. Pumpkins, I was going to say, yeah. Yes. And that's his big thing every day. Nice. And he sends my brother, because that's the son-in-law, he sends my brother out with a crash helmet on out into the field. Nice. Uh, yeah, to, to ostensibly to measure where they where they land, that but basically safe. as a target. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure a helmet will do so much help oh, yeah. if he gets hit with it. Absolutely, Jesus. Yeah. At least you'll probably be able to see Amanda out there, you bastard. <laughs> well, I miss Amanda. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it depends. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, if I don't care. But no, I know. If if you got the media credentials, I, I just, think there's kind of a responsibility to at least go one day. There is, yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I I don't feel right about it. I I need to see. I need to you know well, look at the schedule, find out what's going on. And yeah. If I can do stuff on Friday, if I can do stuff maybe on Sunday. I hate going Sunday, but if I can do stuff on Sunday, yeah. Uh, then you know maybe I could do it. I I just don't know yet. So, plus I mean they do have Thursday. They yeah. have Thursday afternoon, which I would go if it's a Haven panel again, because that was awesome. Um, because there was it's Thursday night and almost nobody is there. So it became like this whole, hey, come on down and hang out with us. And yeah, it was really yeah. cool. So, yeah, I remember the thing that really flipped the switch for me at that was when you and I were standing in that queue room for the whole fucking morning. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I was standing there just saying, I can't believe people pay to come and do this. Yeah. People are paying to stand in the line. But you know, they pay, see, that's the crazy thing because, and it's gotten worse. It really has because yeah. the first year I went, uh, I was looking at the panels that were going on in the big room. And I said, Oh, you know, there's this, uh, it was the women of Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I really kind of want to see that. That would be neat <laughs> well, to see what that see is. Too, yeah. And I thought, but the only chance of me, you know, I don't want to take the chance of getting in there and not having a place to sit. So I looked at the, the two that were leading into it and it was, uh, the thing remake. Yeah. And then before that was, uh, Hannah, um, with Eric Banner oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. And I didn't know, you know, I knew the thing remake, but I didn't know anything. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this Hannah thing is. Well, Christ, but, I sat right. in that never, ever, uh, what the hell was that one before the Marvel one? Happily Ever After or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but like that, I thought, all right, this would be really, you know, I'll, I'll go down and I'll just, I'll see what these are and it doesn't matter, but I'll be there an hour beforehand at least so I can get a seat. Yeah. But I walked in. And people are getting up and leaving. People are coming in. People are getting up. I, I was in like the third row. I walked right up and I got right into the third row. <laughs> now, if you're not in there in the very first panel and yeah. sitting sitting there for the day, you're going to be in the back, if anywhere, if you're <sighs> lucky. Because people park in there and they do not leave for the and, entire And that's the thing. Day. I have such a problem with waiting and like doing stuff like that. I just – I'm there – to experience things. I'm not there to sit in a fucking room for eight hours just so I can see something at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. It's not, it, it's, it's such a waste of my time. 
I know it's logistically impossible, but I really wish they would clear the whole room out and let people back in or, or do well, some that's kind what of they, ticketing that's what they system need to or do, something. But they can't. They, well, they should do some kind of ticketing system. Really. Yeah. And you're allowed to get like X number of tickets per day and you have to choose. Yeah. You know, I want this, this, and this. We're not like because, Disney ran in everything in the 70s. You get an E yeah. ticket and then you get a bunch of like <laughs> A, B, and C, you know. Yeah, it's because it really is. It 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 does kind of suck because there was there were a lot of things that I was like, all right, I really want to see those. I do have the time open, and I could see them, but there's no fucking way I'm getting into that room. Right. It just well, I even wanted to go happen. to the Archer one, and and then it filled up yeah. right away. I'm like, fucking a, you know it. But these people will sit in there all day when I'm out doing other stuff. Yeah, because I'm there to do other stuff, and I can't go see the panel I want to go see because. Everybody else will just sit there and do nothing for eight hours. It it just annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember all those people that were waiting in line just for the uh, the Game of Thrones one? My God. Uh, yeah, yeah. It and plus it was logistically really poorly done because remember we walked out by where the cafeteria is and everything, and there was another line. We're like, what the yeah. hell was this line for? That was insane. I mean, the 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 lines and. Well, it's funny because they added um, the the place where we saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, where I saw the Haven panel, where we saw like the Star Wars and the Batman, the Batman Star Wars Rebellions. Yeah, or that's brand new because that was just a bunch of smaller rooms again. Oh, they okay. they basically took down all the because they're all temporary walls in there. They took down all the temporary walls for the smaller rooms and made it a second stage. With about three quarters, I think, of the seating of the big room. Yeah. Because they had so many big freaking panels and they just didn't have enough time or space for them all that they they did it this way. It was right, crazy. Right. And they moved everything around and, and shuffled the whole place around. But even in doing so, it just made no place for lines to go. And lines yeah. got fucking ridiculous they for did. those big rooms. Yeah, I, it I don't know if it's just that I'm getting older and I just don't like crowds in general or what it is because, I mean, I can deal with E3, no problem. Like, E3, I can handle, but I go to PAX and it's just packed with people and I'll never forget that text from MJC after I warned him for like a half an hour straight on the phone, like, dude, it's so many people. He's like, oh, I've, I've been to other stuff and, and then he texts me that first day, he goes, I can't believe how many people are here. I said, yeah! And it's, it was the same kind of concept for me at PAX because of all the lines and, and the queue room and all that crap. Because I, it, it just – I can't wrap my head around the fact that people will wait and, and in a line and sit in a room for eight hours doing nothing and they pay money to do that. And that's why I'll, I'll probably never go to San, San Diego Comic-Con because mm. I've heard it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I would like to go to it at least once just to experience it. But – Honestly, that's why – I mean that's the big difference between them all. It's like with E3, it's media and professionals and they, they – And GameStop employees. And GameStop employees. <laughs> uh, and they are very strict on it with caps on how many people come in and it's not that bad. Plus, yeah, yeah. if you're there and you're doing it the way you should be doing it, you're booked with appointments the whole time. And so then you I, go and you're there and you do your thing and you move to the next and one. And then I even know? get annoyed because like Activision did what they did and Warner mm. Brothers did the same thing where then they put you in a line and you yeah. having media credentials just means that you're in the front of the line. But yeah. EA, they have two lines. So they have a media line and then they have a regular line and they're both just as long and you're like, well, come on. 
Because the thing is, you know, your time is precious at these things. Yeah. And you only have so much time to cover all this stuff, and it, it just tells you, well, we really don't give a shit. Yeah, EA's is just poorly handled. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, that. like I was saying the same thing about PAX that I was saying about Comic-Con last year. Comic-Con, they didn't give a shit if you were media or not. Well, then don't give us media credentials. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing at PAX where they were, they were like treating everybody like shit when they were talking to us even. They're like, fuck you. I mean, you know, the media credentials, a lot of times you want to try to get in early so you can get an interview done or something else. No, they won't let you in early. They make you, you, you have to, you have a separate line you can stand in, but that was it. And, and I'm not whining about it. I'm, I'm, it's more about the fact that if you're going to have media credentials, make them mean something so that you can effectively use your time. Well, yeah. I and mean, the reason you're there as media is to promote stuff that's there. Yeah. And that's the whole point of it. But, I mean, with Comic-Con, I do make appointments for things. I mean, we had appointments for a number of things. Yeah, we had, we had a few. I've made appointments at the game booths uh, in, like, my first year there. I, I had an appointment to see Thor, yeah. which was concept art. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and there was a reason for that. And <laughs> yeah. to play Captain America, which was awesome. That ended up being a really good game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but I had appointments for a number of things. Uh, I saw uh, Deus Ex. Uh, hmm. What else was there? See, but last I, year there wasn't that much game stuff at all. There, well, no, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, there there was uh, Square Enix always has their presence, but we always get to see that beforehand. At yeah, it's usually that the same stuff for me three. You know, oh, that's and, right. We had yeah, they they, and that's the thing. Last year they weren't even on the show floor really, except for all the stuff you could buy. We just went to that that like that off site thing, and we got to play all the yeah. stuff. Which actually, I like that because but, we got some quality time with stuff. Yeah, but they put like a number of those things, not all of it, but they put a number of those out on the floor. They have right next to their booth where they sell you know all the figures right. and everything. They right. have. Like a couple of rows of TVs where you can play a bunch of the different games. Um, uh, so yeah, they. I mean, they have their things. Like I, I had an appointment to see Alien, uh, which <laughs> they scammed us on. Uh, which, but that was offsite as well. That's right. Um, yeah. So you know, you you do get appointments and you do have have stuff to do there. But I I've noticed that because those are open to the public. Because Comic-Con, New York and San Diego yeah. and PAX and wherever else, because they're open to the public and they, they just oversell them. Yeah, yeah. And and there's way too many people. Like they've, they've basically outgrown San Diego at this point, but there's nowhere else for them to go. The only other place they could go is Vegas and nobody wants to go to Vegas. But the problem is what they should do. If they're going to stay in these locations, if PAX is always going to stay in Seattle, which it will, because that's where everything started, it's PAX Prime, you need to start limiting how many tickets you sell. Yeah, and PAX always says, oh, we limit they it. Won't. They don't. Yeah, they put a limit on it, but it's too many still. Yeah. I mean, that's you have, a hard, you have hard control over how many people are in that place, and it's always overpacked because you sell too many tickets. Sell less tickets, and it'll be more comfortable for everybody. But they can't do that. Because they use the, the money from the ticket sales for other things. Because they've oversold everything so much and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So they have to pay, they have to pay for all the extra room they need for the panels. Because at PAX, they're all over this hotel across the street. 
<laughs> so they got to pay for all that stuff. So they have to sell more tickets, and it, it's just it becomes too big for its own good. Yeah. And from what I hear about San Diego, my God, it just scares me to even think about going there. And I have invites to go every year. I can stay with people I know in San, San Diego and everything. But I just – it doesn't even cross my mind to go because of the, of the crowds. That's the thing. They've they've grown so much and they've been trying. They actually had uh, – just within the past couple of months, there was supposed to be a sign-off uh, from the San Diego City Council or somebody yeah. to to do something. And part of it was an expansion and part of it was more hotel rooms and this and that. And they basically said no to it. Which is hilarious. But even yeah. at the same time, even expanding that convention center, I don't think will will alleviate the problem on its own. They need to take other no, steps. No, because they'll expand it and then they'll sell more tickets. And it'll well, still just be that. just as packed as it ever was. It's barely a Comic-Con anymore in San Diego because all the TV shows and all the movies and everything else have taken over so much of it. You know, and yeah. it's, it, I would love to go experience some of that stuff, but at the same time, I just I don't want to deal with because you know the people that go to a lot of that stuff are the ones that sit in the, in line since like three in the morning. Uh, that's that was one of the things I was going to mention that uh, at New York Comic Con, one of the other things that happens if you have that press badge, just walking past places, they're looking at your badges, and if they see press, they try to yeah get your attention and bring you in yeah. And I always feel like I I always feel terrible because it's always like that small independent. <laughs> This is my comic you know, book comic about, book about reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, hey, dude, we do video games. I'm so sorry. You know, I'll listen. I, I'll be polite about it, and I'll listen sometimes. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, we do video games. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, if it's really interesting, if it's if it's something that I think our our listeners might like. But for the most part, I can't sit and listen to every indie comic pitch. Yeah, that's yeah. out there because. They, I mean, these, they're desperate for press, you know, oh, yeah, and, and I, I feel for them. I understand it and it's, it's bad, but I'm, I'm not your outlet. I don't think, cause I, I don't think our, our listeners are quite that outlet, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I know there are plenty that like comics and, you know, there are plenty who would say, oh no, that would be cool to hear some of that stuff. But I mean, when you go there and you see it, like you walk into artist alley and, I walk through there the very first time just to, oh, it's like, what is all this stuff? And I'm, I'm looking at him and I was getting stopped at every single booth and getting the pitch at every single booth. And I was like, I, oh yeah, I, uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to walk at that point. I was like, I, because some of them were interesting, but a lot of them just had, I had no interest in the subject matter at all. And right. I was just kind of like, I, uh, and I didn't want to be a dick and just walk away. Cause I know that, I mean, this is their livelihood and they're, yeah. they're selling, you know, yeah. to, they're singing for their supper, literally, you know, at that point. And, and it's just like, ah. I know. <laughs> and then you feel like you're wasting it's their not, time that they could be spending on somebody else that yeah. could be a better outlet for it. Yeah. It's tough, but it's funny because that's like, um, I didn't know the darkness two was going to be at, at that one uh, the one year I went, I guess it was the second year. Yeah. And I was walking past the booth and I was like, Oh, look at that fucking line. And oh. some guy, one of the guys in the booth, one of the PR guys was looking out the, out that side and he saw the press and he was like, Hey, come on over here. Mm. 
He's like, you press? I was like, yeah. So I was like, for PlayStation podcast, come right in. Nice. I was like, oh, okay. And the and funny thing is, me. that's yeah. the same year that I saw The Darkness 2 at GDC, because that's when we yeah. went to GDC. And yep. um, I remember the place they took us in, it was in kind of a, like, in the middle of a bad area, or like between two bad areas. And we go into this place, and they had this humongous, like, mediev- medieval table. They had rented this place out, and this table was like, it was basically like a drawbridge gate. It was humongous. And they were showing us the darkness too there. And then you saw it. I'm like, wow, we've all seen the darkness too. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. I've, well, I had that last year when I went to Comic-Con a little bit too, where they pulled me in a couple times. I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to it. And, then, and I would tell them like, well, you know, we're really a, a video game podcast or video game po- website and everything. And I, I said, I, I think I said, told one of them, like, I really don't want to waste your time. Mm-hmm. But you do feel bad. You're like, oh, all right. I do. I feel absolutely terrible. Well, because I a lot of the media there I... is comic book oriented, and we're not totally. Yeah, I mean, we're not yeah. against po- comic books, but we don't. Oh no, talk about we'll, them very much. We'll talk them, but uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's one of those weird areas where I just don't. I don't know that enough of our audience would get enough out of it that they would care. You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, we've, we've talked some comic books and stuff. So, yeah, well, I want to get working on that Batman hush book, but I just haven't had time. I'm trying to find a gerb, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I want to work on those Batman 66 meets the green Hornet too. I got to get over yeah. and get the new issues. You could always review them on the website. I could. They're I could not all out. It's a, only a six-issue uh, run, so I'm waiting for the whole thing. I could put up a comic section for reviews. Mm, could. I'm going to think about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. All right, here's one. This, oh since we're dragging this out. Since um, you're dragging this out. Yeah, well, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm fucking exhausted right now, but why not? <laughs> you know? Give the people the, what they want, apparently. Uh, so, uh, I sent out this email to the to the writers. Um, oh, with the fun weekend. facts or whatever? No, about no. the one that they fucked it. No. Um, yeah. Damn you! <laughs> about the facts, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, I um, thought so, too. So, the number of reviews we posted to the website. Uh, I had it broken down by year, uh, by category, uh, stuff like that. And I have it month to month on a sheet, but I didn't send all that information to everybody. Uh, cause it was interesting to see, you can see like the, the high points and the low points of when games are coming out. It's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Based on suddenly it shoots up from like four to like 18. See, now what we know? need to do is we need to use those numbers and start planning on maybe some other stuff for the website and actually think yeah. ahead. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a lot of work though. But it's, I mean, it's changed. And that was the whole point of this is that, you know, the first year that any reviews went up on the site was 2009. There were eight reviews that came up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The next year, there were 44. Oh. The year after that, 2011, there were 73. Wow. Then 100. And then last year was 102. Jeez. 
And as of this podcast, there are 106 on the site. Wow. That came up this year. And it's September. Well, so, we have an extra console now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still, um, we have more writers and... We have a lot a more lot writers more now, stuff. yeah. A lot more stuff is getting reviewed, which is good. Yeah, um, true. The biggest month we've ever had uh, happened twice, where 18 reviews were posted in a month. <laughs> October 2012 and October 2013. Huh. Yeah. Big games, a lot of games coming out in October. And there's the a lot coming out this year in October. Yep. <laughs> um, I was actually emailing about three of them today. And the most, the console with the most reviews is uh, the PS3, obviously. Not surprising. Jeez. Yeah. Um, PSN for the PS3, which is broken out on its own, uh, there's 97 for that. Wow. And the Vita has 90. Wow. But the Vita has no games. Uh, that's re- <laughs> reviews every week of a new calculator app. Yeah, so there are 90 reviews for the Vita out there. Uh, PS2 has three reviews. <laughs> <laughs> the PS1 has one. What? Yeah. For what? Uh, it's for Star Star Wars Dark Forces. I did that one. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was talking about it one week. Yeah, and I, was I remember like, that you know podcast. What? I should review that, and I did it. Oh, God. Uh, and it's funny because it was before I had any way of capturing screens. Yeah. So I had to get them from wherever I could. And there are these little teeny tiny <laughs> screenshots. I should go back and cap them because I could do it right off my PS3 now. Yeah. Uh, I should get some screens off of there and, and put them on there. Nobody cares. But I, I was saying to the guys, you know, I, I wrote this to the writers. Hey, if you want, you know, there's stuff oh, yeah. is coming for PlayStation now. There's still PS3 games coming for PlayStation now. There's probably PS1 and PS2. The all the PS1 stuff, most of it is available on the Vita. It's all available on the PSP. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm encouraging the guys if they want, if they have time, if they got nothing to do. You're ta- you're talking about the same guys that when I email people that we have a review code, nobody answers for a week. I know. <laughs> Like the one but, today that I sent? Yeah, I know. Because uh, I got that email, too, uh, that original email offering us the code. Yeah. Uh, but I usually wait because I, I wait to see if you get if you send it out. Um, and if you don't, I'm like, oh, I'm the only one that got this. And then I'll <laughs> let you know. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's fun that, you know, we have all these reviews. I would like to... If I quit my job and I was making money off this entirely, I could go back and do some of those older games that never got a review that, so that we just have reviews up there for I'm gonna, all I'm gonna stuff. I'm going to start begging people to, to like figure out a way. I mean, well, I don't know if you saw, but IGN is going to do some new video series. They fucking put a Patreon up for it. I'm like, wait a second. So you want you people serious? to pay extra for stuff that you're putting up on IGN now? Give me That's- a break. That's fucked up. That's they, bullshit. They're the biggest gaming site just about. If yeah. They're not the biggest. They're in the top three or four, but they, they cover everything now. They cover yeah. movies and comic books and this TV. Is, and This is kind of a, a comedy thing. So they put a Patreon. I'm like, that's both. That, that pisses me off as much as 
um, a Kickstarter for uh, uh, what you call it when um, when uh, the rock band people uh, mm. when they put that freaking Kickstarter Harmonics. up. That's bullshit. Yeah. When you see these parties that Harmonix is putting on every year. Where, I mean, it was these lavish parties just spending thousands of dollars and all of a sudden they're putting a Kickstarter up and they're laying people off. Yeah. Just because you don't know how to manage your business doesn't mean that I need to give you extra money now. Yeah. That's horseshit. When there, when there are good independent developers out there that deserve our money way more than you people because you can't, you can't manage your money. That's bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that pisses me off though. I don't like it when a big corporate site like that yeah. says, "Oh yeah, pay us." So that, that we rubbed can do me this. the wrong way, big time. I, I, they've got the money. They've got the budget. They've got you know what? Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Yep. Manage um, manage your business better than asking people to give you more money. That's just wrong. Yeah. Um, so. Crap! There was one more thing. Anyway, sorry about that. But when you <laughs> Glenn's when rant you, of the week, when you started that rant, I had this thing was in my mind. I was like, "Oh yeah, that," and I forgot. Oh, oh fuck! It was right there. It <laughs> just had. It was there. It slipped into my mind and slipped right out again. Oh, I got it. Okay. The PSP uh, store shutting down in Japan. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Mm. It uh Japan only right now. Asia Asia only basically. Well, it's it's funny cuz I can't even get my PSPs online anymore because my new wireless router doesn't have any of the older wireless protocols that the PSP has. <laughs> so I can't get it online. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fucked up. Yep. Um, Even my PSP Go, I can't get it online. So, well, it's funny because just a couple months ago, I reorganized everything. I got like a really cheap 32 gig card and because I already had one. Yeah. Um, But I reorganized everything. I talked about that where I figured out because I was putting them all on there alphabetically, essentially. Yeah. And you have to put, you have to save them onto the stick in a certain order to to get them alphabetical. Um, and then I found I missed one you or I bought it. You all your one. time on this shit and we don't have forums no. up yet. This was, this was <laughs> a while ago. Um, and this I was doing, this was great because I could just, you know, just, I'm, I'm doing other work and I go, Oh, that downloads done. Okay. Download the next one. And I just go back to doing my work, oh, you know, God. and they would just download, but I figured out, you know, the, where the files were and exactly which file was which because it's always listed as some fucked up name yeah that makes no sense some weird code right uh, so i had to figure out exactly which game was which and figure out you know then i changed the time stamp on this one to put it between the two and there you go and it's, it shows up on the memory stick where i want it <laughs> um but in doing all that i i re-downloaded everything Okay. Everything from the PSP. So if they had killed that, the only way I would have been able to get it is through the PlayStation store on the website. Right. Um, I think, or coming through the PS3 and downloading it to the PS3 and copying it over to the, to the PSP that way, which is a pain in the ass. Yes, it is. Um, 
So, I mean, as of right now, they're not shutting down the North America one uh, or Europe. For uh, now. For now. Yeah. But that's the thing. You know, I'm sure they're watching the numbers. And once it dips below a certain point where it's just not ep- economically worth it anymore, they'll shut it down. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So, but again, you know, they will still be available on the uh, website PlayStation Store and on the PS3 PlayStation Store. But, you know, we're getting to that point where it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. Where suddenly... Our fears are coming true. Your, your digital media is slowly disappearing. And if you, you know, if your memory card gets lost or if it gets corrupted somehow and they've taken down the store and you know, the publishers have pulled the licensing for the games on, yeah. on the website and boom, suddenly th- they're gone. They're just gone, gone and you cannot get them back. Yep. So there is always that fear, which that's why I still right now, I still try to stay physical media as much as possible. Yep. I just, I, I don't you know. No, I, I completely agree with you. We've been talking about that for years. I like the convenience and all of the digital, but I just, I'd rather have that physical copy just in case. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've, I can drop a 5200 game in that system and play it right now because <laughs> I have a physical copy. Do you really think that if, say, those things were online at the time? Do you really think they'd still be available right now? No, because I mean, it would require a 2400 by modem. And well, well uh, I don't even have a, a phone line in my place. Atari has, you know, gone out of business and been bought and sold so many times yeah, at this no point shit. that it, it would just be freaking gone, gone, yeah. gone. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, I don't even want to think about something like that. <laughs> And you know it's coming. All these oh, games. Yeah. That's why you have to get to your backlog because by the time you go to get to your backlog, and games not available. It anymore. won't be available. <laughs> God, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't make me happy. Yeah. All right, are we done now? Are we? Do we hit four four it's, dude, hours? It's almost twelve thirty your time. You need to go to bed. I know. I don't want to hear any whining. I'm tired. It's too late. I'm exhausted. Uh, I, have a, I have a job interview tomorrow morning. But, but oh, nice. But my um, my timeline here on Audacity says four minute once. Well, no, but we had our break and all know. that. So, but it's I'm hoping to find a good Joan Rivers minute. clip to put on the end tonight. If not, um, remember a couple of weeks ago we had that email uh, from the comedian. Yes. So he sent some material. I haven't listened to it yet, but. Um, um, you know what? I watched some of his videos. Yeah, he had some good stuff. He's funny. Yeah, he, and he's like like a legit comedian. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's good. But see, you know what? All right, I am going to push past four hours here. Um, <laughs> I I've thought of that because a lot of comedians, and I hear this a lot because a lot of them come on Howard Stern show or wherever else you hear them talking. Um, a lot of them are miserable, obviously, and a lot of them hate the road. Yeah, they hate going to the Chuckle Hut in Cleveland. The Chuckle Hut and and sitting there at one o'clock in the afternoon 
in in the shitty little room or in their shitty little hotel room, yeah. just staring at the wall or watching crappy TV that they're sick of. Dude, get into video games. Yeah. I, Actually, a lot of comedians play, play games. Um, Gilbert you Gottfried is a big PlayStation gamer. Oh my gosh, uh, David Tell plays. Do. Yeah. I mean, if you're not sitting and writing something, if you're bored out of your fucking mind waiting for the chuckle hut to open, I would literally sit there and just play on my Vita or I would carry a freaking PS4 with me everywhere and plug it into every hotel TV I get to. Yeah, know? yeah. Oh my gosh. You'd be surprised would, at how many uh comedians are online though and, and playing playing games. Seriously, there's no reason uh, there's no reason for uh comedians to sit around and say I'm bored and I'm depressed. And there's actually there's a couple comedians do. that follow us. Uh John Heffron follows us. Um I think Gilbert Godfrey follows us. <laughs> um on Twitter at least. So if you guys are listening, <laughs> well, email I us. Think- I think Gilbert just does that. Uh, he follows everybody, hoping they'll follow him back, and then he'll have more followers. I follow Gilbert Godfrey. Because that the guy's sounds hilarious. like Gilbert. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Gilbert Godfrey. He's funny. Yeah. I've See, uh, been a fan for years. And you, and I, I keep bringing up the name, but and you not liking or not listening to Howard Stern, you miss out on such... Well, I just... Gilbert Godfrey comic... <sighs> Gold. No, I know, yeah, I know, and, and <laughs> I know that, but something about Stern just bothers me. And and I actually, know. I would listen to him over Mancow any day of the week because Mancow's well, an idiot. But yeah, um, it, I don't know. Well, I just don't sit and listen to the radio anymore. It, it, either I'm on playing a game, or I'm listening to like comedy podcasts. I'm, I'm way behind on that stuff right now, but I'm just so busy all the time. Even without a job, I'm just busy as shit. Like I was running around all day today. So that's all. It's just, it's well, just I will say what goes on now. I, I listen to podcasts when I drive. Yeah. And I will say, I know he's a lightning rod and there's, there's people out there that love him or hate him uh, or that just don't care either way. But uh, even if you hate him, if you have serious, I would listen to him now because he's mellowed out a lot and he's in this, he's in this groove <clears throat> where, you know, he knows he wants to retire soon and he's just getting on everybody he's always wanted to talk to. Yeah. And he will, because it's serious and because he doesn't really have to take commercials, they do some commercials. Um, yeah. But the way he does it, he'll get somebody in there. Neil Young is coming in, which I'm not a big Neil Young nah, fan, but I want to hear Neil this. I, I do want to hear this because what he does now with these people, he gets them in and he sits them down and he'll talk to them. For like two hours, two or three hours, depending, you know, whatever it is, whatever it takes until he's satisfied and he gets into just really interesting stuff with them, just going through their entire career, you know, their songwriting process their whatever it is, whoever the person is, he will just sit them down and have this long form, amazing interview, getting stuff out of these people that you never heard anywhere. Uh, so he's in that kind of groove now where that's what he does with a lot of these guests. And it's fascinating um, to hear, you know, these stories from these people like Billy Joel has been on a lot cause they're now best friends. Um, Which is funny. Yeah. Uh, Paul McCartney has been on a couple times now. Um, you know, I was never a Beatles fan, but I really like Paul McCartney. Yeah. He's cool. 
Robert Downey Jr. has been in a bunch of times. He's coming in again in the next couple of weeks. Well, he's got a new movie to talk about. Yeah, and that's why he's coming in. But he's always just such a great guest, you know? And Well, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. started on SNL. I mean, the guy's funny. Yeah. And he's got so much talent. It's just, you know? Yeah. Now everybody knows him as Iron Man. (laughs) That's true. Um, But it is. It's, you know, he... You want to see He's Robert Downey really Jr. Good funny? Watch Back to School, which was just on a couple. Oh, of that's that and <sighs> Weird Science. Dan- yeah, he was Where fucking the total phenomenal. I he miss Rodney Dangerfield so much. Oh my yeah. god, that man was a genius. Yeah, he was. Um, but Robert Downey in Weird Science and uh, and Back to School. Yep, he just about <clears throat> stole both those movies with the shit he does in the background. Oh yeah. Just the faces he makes and the and the way he plays off some of the lines. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, usually when I'm by you, you're always listening to Stern anyway, so I hear it. And it's not like I don't like it. It's and I loved his movie. Private Parts is a fantastic movie. That is good. It's I saw just, that part of that again the other night. To me though, Stern is like a one trick pony. He just he does the same shtick, but he does it a hundred different ways, you know? And, and it just kind of got to me after a while because I would listen to Stern every now and then when I worked in Chicago. And then it just got to a point where I didn't want to hear it anymore. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It just, it got old. No, I know. And that's, that's the thing. Like I see, I've listened to him since 80, geez, maybe 86 or so when he first came to Philly. Because yeah. I was I was sound asleep and the alarm went off and I woke up to lesbian dial a date and I'm like is this am I dreaming is this happening what, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this and I was just baffled yeah, uh, yeah. and that's what got me just to start listening to it but but, but I mean the problem is has, now he doesn't do any of that shit anymore because he doesn't he always has all this stupid shit in the in the you know like they'll get a midget that's drunk or you know, it's just but he doesn't even do that anymore I know so but that, that's what kind of got to me is it just became yeah. a circus yeah and that's that's the thing like they they put on all this um you know when he's not there and he's he's been out a lot because of America's Got Talent yeah. And that's the other funny thing. He's Which like, is, I have all these. He's like, I have all these kids and old ladies and stuff that love me now, yeah. and they have no idea what I do on the radio. They've yeah. never heard of me, you know. <laughs> he's like, but uh, when they do all those replays of the old shows, ninety percent of them I cannot listen to anymore because oh, yeah, because they're just either because I've heard them way too much and I know them inside out or, or I just don't like them anymore because I don't like the way the shows ran back then. Right. Listen, because of, because of what he's moved into now and who he is now, he still gets into raunchy stuff every now and then. But for the most part, he's, he's become that older guy that has mellowed out and is just, finding the people that he's fascinated with and talking about them and talking to them. And it, it's become a much more interesting show. I think that way. So yeah, I like it, but I don't have serious and I, I can't bring myself to pay for radio. No. Nah, well, you know what? I, when he went to Sirius, I bought, you know, that was the big deal that yeah. oh, you have to get there. And I was pissed off about it at the time, but they did the deal where you get the radio and you get the lifetime subscription. Mm-hmm. You pay five hundred bucks for a lifetime subscription, wow. and but if you're paying the month to month, 
in two and a half years, you would have already paid 500 bucks. Yeah. And his first contract was like a four year contract. And I said, well, I'm going to keep it at least that long. Hmm. I still have that radio plugged in upstairs. So, you know, I kind of made off like a bandit like that. You know, I paid my money and it's done. I I can listen to it all the time. That radio updates constantly with all the new, you know, whatever the new channels and firmware and everything. And as best they can, it's a very old radio. Yeah, shit. Works fine. You know, it's plugged into my stereo system up there. (laughs) So I... You know, and I have it in the car, and I pay for it in the car because I want it in the car. Right. Um, and I'm not going to pay the lifetime on that because you'll get rid of the car before you would have paid that money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I had it free for a year in one of my trucks, and I would listen to it every now and then. And I would listen to the comedy stations a lot, but even the the comedy stations, like, replayed so much material. Oh, and it they was, did, yeah. And it was always, like, uh, comedians I hate. Yeah, uh, that I just despise like a lot of Larry the Cable Guy, which I mean, I I can take about five minutes of him, and then I'm I've just had it. Um, a lot of, but they would also have like a lot of Jerry Clower and and some of the older comedians, which was cool. But it just uh, it I would it, and I didn't even have to pay for it. And I was like, ah, I'm done with this. I'll put a CD in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. That's the funny thing is it's it's helped me rediscover or discover a lot of new music again, because I'm, we talked about this. I don't think we talked about this on, on the podcast, but that I had, um, you know, I, I like new music, but alt nation, where is my type of music? They, yeah, they music had gotten into a weird place with alt nation and all started to sound the same. And I didn't like it. I was sick of it. So I was listening to Lithium, which is all the 90s grunge type stuff and and that. And that they replay so much and repeat so much. And it was always, you could count on Bush, Stone Temple Pilots, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Soundgarden. And rinse and repeat, you know, and the occasional Nirvana and whoever else, Alice in Chains. But it was the same stuff over and the same songs over and over again. And I'm like these guys had more than one album, you know, there's a lot of music out there that you can be playing. Um, but even Lou started to get sick of it. She's like, do we have to listen to this again? I was like, well, all right, (laughs) let me just try alt nation again. And it was a revelation. Yeah. Like all this new music was coming and it was all, it's all steeped in sixties and seventies and even eighties, eighties for the most part. There's like this revival of that eighties feel with, the type of music and <laughs> I, but it was funny though we were at the reverend horton heat show on saturday at the rave in milwaukee um mm-hmm. and it's kind of one of those buildings like when we saw the ps4 reveal at that manhattan center yeah how it has like three different things in the you know vertically same type of place we're down in the basement they have a screen up showing all the acts that are coming through and all all of us that were at the show were like who Wait, who <laughs> who insane clown posse give me a break wait who who? So we knew like two of them, and the rest of them were. We were just making fun of the pictures because we noticed that nobody ever looks at the at the camera. It was basically Cartman talking about when they were trying to do the, you know, the Christian band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just look up in the air a little bit. Look off to the right a little bit. Every single picture was the same shit. There was one though. There was one band that they were actually turned away. 
They weren't even, nobody was looking at the camera. They were looking the other way. I'm like, whoa, these guys are hardcore. But it was so funny because all of us were like, are we really this old that we don't even know any of these? Except for that Izzy, whatever, big ass chick. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that's, we, we recognized her. We recognized Insane Clown Posse and, of course, wanted to puke. And no, all the juggalos are going to be mad at me. Um, <laughs> and there was one other one. And, and the rest of them, we were like, who? What? Who? Yeah, it, uh, I'm so out of touch. Yeah, but I, I know what I, I like, and you know, I'll hear a song every now and then, and I'm like, oh, I like that, you know. And, and then I find out it's from the '80s. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes me feel good because I started to feel like, am I really getting that old and out of touch? And I just, I'm not gonna like. Am I locked into my music at this point? And I'm so glad that I found out because I, I, it's insane the number of albums that have I'm, my music collection has grown exponentially at this point. Mm. Like I, my friend in South Jersey, my best friend who's, who's like, we talk about music a lot and yeah. he's like, yeah, I need some new stuff. I was like, Oh, I got some new stuff for you. And when I went and I looked at all of it, I was like, Holy shit, you're going to need to bring a really big hard drive. <laughs> That's what yeah, you're going to need to bring. The last two albums I bought that weren't comedy albums were uh, the greatest hits 38 special and wow. the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy awesome mixtape one. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. See, when I went to Virginia, uh, one of my friends, uh, he said, oh, you were always into the newer music and everything. So, so tell me, do you have, and I had this huge smile on my face and he's like, do you have anything on your, iP- on your iPhone there? Cause I was playing the music through this little Bluetooth speaker. Sure, sure. He's like, do you have anything on there from like the last three years? And I laughed because I thought he was going to say like three months. Yeah. And I laughed and I said, because it was true. I said, I have something on there from the last three days. (laughs) And he was like, what? I was like, literally something just came out on Tuesday. It is now Thursday. I have something that just came out on Tuesday. I have two things that just See, came I'm, out on Tuesday. I'm the same way with comedy albums. <laughs> I have so many comedy albums. I have some that I haven't even gone through yet. There, there was a um, a humble bundle of comedy albums, and I haven't even gone through oh, those yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I uh, every now and then I'm like, eh, go to Amazon, see what they got, and they'll have some $5 deals, and there'll be some great albums on there that I, either I used to, I've never heard before, or... I've been trying to backfill. I think I mentioned that before. I've been trying to backfill the stuff I had on record and tape back in the day. So I got like Eddie Murphy Raw, and I got Eddie Murphy Delirious, and I got, you know, uh, I, I really wish they would re, uh, reissue. There was a Rodney Dangerfield album I had that was hysterical. Um, and I still have the record somewhere. I think it's at my parents' house. But uh, I remember the day I went and bought that at, at uh, Musicland and Fond du Lac at the mall. And it's just <laughs> a fantastic album. Um, so that's the thing I kind of keep an eye out for now is if they do some reissues. Um, but I, you know, I just love having my comedy albums cause I'll get in the car and I'll throw one on and listen to it on the, on the drive or mm-hmm. whatever. But that drives me cause every now and then I just kind of get, I, I drive a lot, but I kind of get sick of, uh, music after a while. So I, I'll put a podcast on or I'll put a comedy album in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got to stop this. I have to edit this son of a bitch. What, dude, it's all. Uh, no, edit, we have to stop. Please. Yeah. I, I do edit. <laughs> <clears throat> so. You edit nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to probably use 
some of the material from our, our awesome listener, Les. Uh, he goes by Jedi Latino, which is hilarious. Unless uh, you find Joan Rivers. Yeah, I don't think she ever did an album. So They're, I'm either going to have to go and probably try to grab some YouTube. off YouTube. Yeah. But usually the quality of those sucks. So I'll, I'll take a look around and see what I can do. I have that. Something. I have that. Uh, that 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 possibility of getting stuff off YouTube. So I'll, I'll look. It's Joan. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So let me get through this stuff. We'll get the hell out of here, man. Jeez, it's late for yeah, me even. To. I gotta get up and do a job interview tomorrow. <laughs> Come on. I gotta get up and work tomorrow. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but you have a job. I need to pay the mm. bills. I gotta pay mm. the bills. Uh, so if you want to email us like all those folks did this week, you can do that by sending an email to podcast at psnation.com, or you can go to psnation.com itself. Look on the left side, scroll down a little bit. You'll see a contact us section, which has our, our voicemail line, our email address, that PayPal link that we were talking about is right there as well. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail by calling four zero eight six five seven Vita. That's 408-657-8482. Or if you have Skype, you can call us at WDT-Torgo. Leave a voicemail there. Don't forget about our, fa- our Facebook group and our page. So go like that page and then go join the group until we get some forums running up here, up in this bitch. Um, we got to do that soon. We've been letting that sit for too long. There's actually an upgrade for our forums, by the way, so I might as well just install that sometime soon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you can uh, don't forget VG Evo with the podcast network. We're a part of that over at VGEVO.com. If you like to uh, stream your podcast, you can check us out at Stitcher. Uh, grab the Stitcher app or even go to Stitcher.com. You can stream it right there. Uh, we're in the video game section, usually toward the top of the list. Uh, don't forget Twitter. You can find Josh over at PJF Josh. You can talk about old hockey games or maybe even new music that he doesn't know about. Except he knows about everything. Yes, I do. Or you can, oh my God! Or you can follow us on the main Twitter account at PS Nation, uh, and uh, don't forget our awesome affiliate links over at psnation.com. Hit that affiliate link section if you want to shop at all those fine purveyors of stuff and junk like GameStop.com, uh, TigerDirect.Canada, and of course our Amazon links. So if you want to go shopping at any of those sites, instead of typing in the URL, just click our link. Go buy what you need to do. Nothing changes. You still have the same prices, the same experience. But when you click the link and buy through that route, we get a little piece of the action. Helps us pay the bills and maybe even pays for my bills for a couple weeks until I find a job. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to pay for all of our extra life expenses. And trust me, it adds up. Uh, And that's about it. So check everything out. Thanks so much for sitting through this long, meandering, just discussion of random shit. And uh, next week, who knows what we're going to talk about. I don't think I have anything for review. And we didn't get FIFA yet. Yeah. Uh, I should be able to do NHL for the PS3. Don't you have a download game, too? Mm, Not that I'm aware of. Do I? I don't remember. No, I think you actually got them all done. Yeah. Maybe I'll review a comic book next week. Kidding. Yeah, well, I've spent all my time uh, trying to develop a new barbecue sauce. So, Mm. and I think I've done a pretty admirable job. So, uh, all right, until next week, we'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Thanks to everybody for their support. And don't forget, donate for Extra Life. Join the team. Uh, Extra Life, Extra Life, Extra Life. That's what we're going to be talking about for the next four or five weeks. Till then, we'll talk to you later. Bye.
<laughs> no, don't do that for 10 minutes. Long enough for you? <laughs> yeah, long enough for you, bastards. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> we could go longer. Oh, God, no, I'm going to edit this thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I just flew back from New York and I, I'm, I'm exhausted and it's nice because you got like um, energy from the audience which is very nice news I flew into New York my friend the tramp Heidi Abramowitz finally got married oh isn't that oh to see a tramp married thank goodness I mean oh I mean she she was poster girl for herpes I mean we never thought oh and she's married now isn't that nice the only thing it was a gorgeous wedding the only bad thing is the bride on the cake was bow-legged but otherwise oh this girl was a tramp. I mean, crazy glue could not keep her knees together. And she got, oh, a tramp. A tramp. When she bought a car, she thought the front seat was optional. I, oh, yes. This woman was a, and the men like, because men, that's what men like. Because you're a single girl, here, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, you're virtuous. I spit on virtue. Oh, all that counts as sex appeal, am I right? Oh, look how quiet the room suddenly got. Oh, please. Oh, that's why I, and I have no sex appeal, which kills me. The only way I can ever hear heavy breathing from my husband's side of the bed is when he's having an asthma attack. Oh, you don't know. Last night I said to my husband, what's your favorite sexual position? He said, next door. It is just, oh, sure. And, uh, I have tried everything, because when you're, I'm married now, 14 years. I mean, at that point, you have to, like, you know, think of things to do. I, I bought the book, The Joy of Sex, okay? And I got, did you read that chapter 11? Will you wrap yourself up totally in saran wrap? And I lay, oh, yeah, great. And I laid down the dining room table. My husband came home. He said, leftovers again. And, oh, you don't know. Because you know what it is? Because we're not well suited for each other. They say opposites attract. If that was so, I would be married to Dolly Parton. Because oh, oh. <laughs> I have no bazooms. You have good body here. Oh, yes. Look at you. Always in the front row. Look at your... Oh. I have doorbells. I am so excited. Because that's what that's what men like. They like I have no bazooms. You know what it's like to stand up in front of your husband naked and say, What does this remind you of? And he said, pancakes for breakfast. And, oh, you know, except, can we talk? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The reason I have nothing happening up here, and the way I'm glad, is because I'm getting older. At least nothing's there to drop. Because, oh, do you know? Oh, you don't know what it's like to get older. <gasps> do you know what it's like to go in the morning to take off a facial mask and realize you're not wearing one? Oh, you don't know. For my last birthday, my daughter bought me Cycle 3. I mean, it is so depressing. Oh. <laughs> do you know what it's like to get older? No, you don't know. Do you know what it's like to have a hot flash so bad it sets your dress on fire? It is. <laughs> And that's why, thank goodness I'm married. Because if, if I had your figure, I would have stayed single. If you want to know something, can we talk? I wouldn't want to be that terrific looking. Let me tell you something, because I think God divides. 
I think if he really makes you gorgeous with everything going on with the bazoomies in the hair, he makes you stupid. I, I, oh, stupid, oh yes. Oh, I truly, I truly believe this. I, uh, the most beautiful woman in the world now is Bo Derek. <gasps> oh, come on. Not the, oh, please. But she is not too bright, Bo. She forgot her twin sister's birthday. I mean, oh, you don't know. I said to her, what's the capital of California? She said, C. I mean, the world. Oh, this, She is plain stupid. She turned down the Helen Keller story. She couldn't remember the lines. I am... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> stupid. We were walking through NBC. We saw a sign that said, wet floor. She did. It is... <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> I guess it's going to be a terrific show. What a nice audience you are, by the way. And it's going... Oh, now, me... show. We have William Shatner on, we have Peter Allen on, and we have Joan Embry. So please stay tuned after these words of advice or interest or messages. <laughs> <laughs>